0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Chit Chat Chicks. I'm Jane.
2: Uh, I'm Tasha.
1: Another dramatic pause. Listen, tonight we are absolutely thrilled. We have the most fabulous woman on as a guest. She's an icon in daytime drama. She's a best-selling author. Uh, Tasha, why don't you introduce her?
2: I'd be happy to. And I just have to say, as, as an aside, I grew up watching her and you know, she's just such an inspiration, and so I'm just tickled pink. I'm going to go in probably fangirl mode for the first <laughs> time ever, so I apologize. Um, okay, for 26 years, our guest played the role of nurse Lillian Raines on Guiding Lights, which aired its, its final episode in 2009 after a 72-year run on radio and television. She has appeared on many other television shows, including Search for Tomorrow, Law & Order, SCU, and a variety of feature films, including The Brave One and Changing Rain. She is currently shooting two feature films and touring nationally in her acclaimed one-woman show, Changing Shoes. Please welcome to the show a woman who knows the value of a good pair of shoes, a winning attitude, and that age truly is just a number, the delightful and fabulous Tina Sloan McPherson.
1: Hi. Hi,
2: Tina. Hi, Tina. <laughs> Hi. How are you? I love, I love the music you had, which I great?
3: had on my – Oh, do you know that was in my um, – I did a, a – a, a, Sort of promo about changing shoes, and that was the music mm-hmm. we used. Oh, get yeah.
1: out! Oh, really, didn't know I that.
3: Didn't know yeah, that. when I when I get home, I'm, I'm I'm away right now. I'll send it to you.
2: That's awesome! Great, Yeah, great. I, I heard I thought, found yeah, it. Yeah, I thought that's Tina. We have to get
3: that oh, song. So. I love that song. And the whole, you know, people had sent in pictures of um, the book doing funny things, like being on a boat or the book mm-hmm. um, sunbathing or the book. Mm-hmm eating with a hot fudge sundae or something, and mm-hmm. that was the music in the background the whole time.
1: I love oh, it. Cool. Perfect. Love it. Perfect. How was your weekend? Um, Fine. Good. <laughs> <laughs> How was yours? It was good. It was yeah. pretty good. Calm. Oh, calm. I love them when they're good. calm. Yeah. Mm, Quiet and so calm.
3: Wonderful. Yeah. You know, except those people. People in New Orleans, I was going to say. I bet it's not too yeah, calm right no. there right now. No. No.
1: no. Our hearts go out yeah. to them, yeah. 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 Well, Tina, what we, what we usually do with, uh, um, we start our interview with, this is your life type questions. So, <laughs> okay. I know, is it? This is your life, That's Ralph fun. Edwards. I love that show. <laughs> oh, that was a
3: great show. Yeah.
1: So why don't you tell our listeners where you grew up and what your parents did for a living?
3: I grew up in Bronxville, New York, which is a little one-square-mile village in the town of in the county of Westchester, about a half an hour from New York City. And my mm-hmm. dad was a lawyer, and my mother was a housewife, who I think would have liked to have been an actress and a writer.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, she had
3: three of us, my brother, my sister, and myself, that she raised. And um, in those days, I guess that kept you really busy, you know. I mean, she did things like the junior league and stuff like that, but she was primarily a mom driving us around everywhere. hmm
1: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and that can take your... up a
1: lot of time. Sure. But and you, 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 you described your your parents um, in the in your book, which we'll we'll talk about a little later. That your father was strong but very gentle, and he was very level headed. Right. Which was kind of like my father too. And then your mom uh, was it? more dramatic,
3: which was like uh, my mom
1: also. So I really <laughs> identified with it. <laughs>
3: I don't know if you saw my Facebook page, but I have a picture of my mother and father on it as my main picture this this week, and it's because they would have been 100. They were both born in 1912. Oh, wow. Isn't that something?
2: Yeah,
3: you should look oh, at that picture because it's a great picture of them.
2: We'll check it out. Yeah, yeah we definitely check it out. Well, Tina, how did your interest in acting come about, and what was your first big break? Well, I remember
3: I was with my aunt i had an aunt that didn't have any children whom i adored and she took me to a movie called the greatest show on earth with betty hutton and i can remember sitting it was the first movie i'd seen i I don't know how old i was eight or nine or something and i remember thinking i want to do that and i I, that was all there was from that moment on i knew what i wanted to do but my parents didn't my mother especially didn't think that was a good idea so um i postponed it until i was out of uh, college and um then I started auditioning and um I did a little play off 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 Broadway called The Labor Party where we were all pregnant. Everyone was going <laughs> to, going into labor. It was very clever. And the next day an agent called me and asked me to go on an audition. And believe it or not, I got my first little head and shoulder shampoo was my first audition and I got it. So I thought, Well, this is the easiest thing on earth.
0: And then right. the next
3: the next 100, I didn't get, so I, you know, I sobered <laughs> up pretty quickly to the fact that it wasn't yes. so easy at all. Um, and I then started going to acting class. And Betty Buckley, do you know Betty Buckley? Yes.
1: Um, yeah, we yes. adore yes. her. She's so
3: talented. Yes. yes. So talented. Well, she there was a class. She just wrote me today and or yesterday on Twitter and said who was in our class? And she reminded me Diane Keaton, Andy McDowell.
0: Oh Um,
3: also Betty, myself, Christopher Walken, Olivia Newton-John. I mean, it was a class. And as I said to her, it was just an amazing class. But all of us are still working, which is astonishing, because that class was 40 years ago. It it is, isn't it? It's amazing. It is amazing. And and she had didn't had me remember Christopher Walken. He wasn't there very often, but boy I remembered him. And you oh, know, nobody was, him,
0: right? Was he quirky? He, was he
3: Yep. Very quirky, very eccentric. And that's why I remembered him. I remember sitting next to him and he'd sort of do sort of strange things, even just sitting in class. <laughs> and I remember sort of watching him a little a little a little scared of him really.
2: Yeah. Um,
3: but you know, we we had this teacher named Warren Robertson and just wonderful, wonderful teacher, and we all, as I said, most of all, there were a lot of Ford models in the class, all of whom were in love with him, and of course he was in love with all of them. Okay. But um, the rest of us were, you know, were pretty talented and and worked, and it was just astonishing that we're still working, don't you think?
4: It's, I
3: it's, think it's
1: amazing. What, what a class! Your, you know your ability. yeah, what a class. And Diane Keaton. Oh, my God. I mean, my username well, user, her. Hall. She's my idol. Oh, <laughs> she isn't she
3: wonderful? Her. And she's still so, so wonderful. I mean, that movie with her and Jack Nicholson, remember? Where,
1: oh, uh, yeah. It was it was just a few you years get? ago. Right, right. I forget the name of it. I think, think it's a
2: good to I'm not sure. Yeah, she's, she's, so she's amazing. Isn't she doing a new movie with. Um, Oh gosh, Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, I thought
3: I didn't love it too much. Oh, you didn't. Oh no. Uh-huh.
2: no. Well, with Kevin funny. Klein, maybe.
3: Yeah, it was with Kevin Klein. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, maybe. No, 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 no.
3: And a I dog. They were looking for their dog.
2: No, this is a new one, and and, and I may... oh. it's her and Tommy Lee Jones, and they play a oh, couple no, of. Long... Oh Meryl no, that's Meryl Streep. That's that's right. You're right. That's right. They're all. They're all great. <laughs> yeah, they're all great. <laughs> I get yeah. confused. I'm sorry. And then of gone. course, we could talk
1: about aging, which we will w- when we talk about your book, but they're all so natural. I don't think they've had any work done. Oh, no. Quote, under, I don't and, they, and they just look, they still look just yeah. fabulous, fabulous.
3: Yeah. And it really is a reason not to have work done, I think, when you mm-hmm. see faces like that that are just, Mm-hmm. so expressive and beautiful and judy dench i i watch her every saturday night in as time goes by i don't know if you've ever seen that on tv with jeffrey palmer um it's about uh, this couple that fell in love in the korean war he went off to war and they never saw each other until 40 years later and oh, wow. then they see each other again and fall in love and they get married and it's just she just is so brilliant and has done i don't think she's done anything either
1: mm-hmm. yeah. i mean they can i don't understand why they why actresses do that because they can't express their fa- i mean their faces there's no expression well, they, can, they can't move more their
3: faces that, well they can't but also <laughs> sometimes there are such horrible um things <laughs> that happen when you do it
2: yeah exactly scary you know and there's, scary. there's a lot of good anti-aging creams that you can use that are you know it's i fun. mean you look beautiful i mean you you're have that
5: you're
2: you're stunning so you know <laughs> Thank you. Well, you are. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, you, you know, know, maybe? Go ahead, Kate, I'm sorry.
3: Oh, I was going to say, my next birthday, I turn seventy, which is wow. Just terrible.
2: Wow! No way. Yeah, I no do, way. and I'm I'm very
3: proud of it. You know, I love to say it because mm-hmm. it does. I think people need to know. I have a friend who's eighty who's going to turn eighty, who looks just fabulous, and and it's still in the game, as they say. You know, she's mm-hmm. a publisher at Random House. She has her own imprimatur, and. Has the best in McHugh, and she has great, great novelists, Pat Conroy, who are oh, her authors. It. Oh. It's just working, you know? She we did. were just talking about Pat Conroy today.
2: We were Well, you know,
3: we see him every Christmas Eve because Nan, this friend of mine, has a party for all her authors, and she get my husband and my son and I get to go.
2: <laughs> oh, that's wonderful! Mm. So jealous. It really,
3: you know, it makes me just—I can—I can hardly talk in the presence of Pat Conroy. I think he's such a brilliant, he, r-
2: he's, he's, brilliant Oh, writer. God! He—he's he, such a lyrical a writer. Reader. I mean, he's brilliant. He's so brilliant. Um, well, Jane, let's take a few phone calls before we sure. Uh,
1: We'll sure, let's, okay. okay. All right. Um, our first call we have from Texas. You know, we have a lot of calls from Texas.
2: Yay, Texas. I don't know
1: why. Just You know, every show we Wasn't have two or three Texas. calls. Yeah. So, um, hello, Texas. You're
0: on the air. Hey, hello, 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 Jane and Tasha. Hi. How's your friend Betty Lynn Buckley? Oh, Betty, I'm just talking about you. <laughs> I heard you. That's hilarious. Oh, Betty, that's so funny. I know. I can believe that. That was so cute. <laughs> you're the best. I love you, Tina.
3: <laughs> I love you, Betty. How ironic. Did you did you know she was going to be on the show? Tommy did. Uh,
0: yeah, Oh, did. My <laughs> darn, <so surprising laughs> Betty,
3: did. that is so fun. And Betty's going to be in New York at the Regency. I go and see her every year when she comes and sings, and I cry.
0: Aww. Oh, Tina, you're the best. She does. Oh, she you know I, comes I do. He brings her glamorous friends. <laughs> and um, I'm I'm going to be at the Fine Signs at the Regency October 2nd through 27th with a new show that I think you'll like, Tina. It's called The Other Woman, The Vixens <laughs> of Broadway. Oh, Ooh. I love it. <laughs> the Vixens of Broadway. Yeah, the Vixens of Broadway. But today, I can, I have to share with you my brand new CD just came out today. It was released today. Oh, tell today. Us. It's uh, called uh, it's uh, and The Boys of Broadway.
3: Oh, I love that.
0: Yeah, it's, it, that was the one show I did last year. Anyway, Tina, show. I fabulous. I can't believe you're going to be 70. You're the most amazing person in the world. You're so beautiful.
3: Thank you, Betty. That just
0: blows my mind.
3: <laughs> well, it's like you. We just keep staying. I, I, keep, I really mean this. It's all about staying in the game, isn't it? If you stay mm-hmm. in the game, you're, you're going to stay uh, great looking because you're going to be alive.
0: Uh, well, so I heard you're making two new movies. What are you working on?
3: Well, I'm I I was quite surprised about that
0: myself. Uh, I, mean, yeah, yes, I, I, think
2: that I was, was cool. in
3: in Happy New Year, which is coming out soon. I I've already filmed it, which where I play the mother of a Marine who comes back wounded from Vietnam. I mean from oh, Iraq or Afghanistan. And very and he goes to a, a VA hospital with post traumatic stress disorder. It's very very depressing, but it's brilliant. The guy oh, who awesome. plays. Who plays the son is fabulous, Michael Cuomo, um, and I play his mom, which was very easy for me because my son was in Iraq. Right. Although he came home not with a, you know not as a not wounded or anything, and not with thank God post traumatic stress, but you know I I just had to imagine it. So the movie was it's it's just an awesome movie, I must say.
0: Wow, I can't wait. Yeah, and when does that, that come out, Tina?
3: Well, you know I think it's going to open the um, on the Intrepid. When the um, Fleet Week starts, which is the spring.
0: Okay. Awesome. And that what's the so other sad. movie?
3: Hmm. I don't know what it is. That's why I was so surprised that I was in two movies. <laughs> oh, I thought it was two. I'm so maybe on, Tina and I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna put you in it.
2: Yeah, sorry. Thank I can't you. Believe that was <laughs>
3: I was quite thrilled to know I was going to be in another movie. I thought maybe you had some psychic power I don't have
1: Yeah yet. Well, then maybe another I surprise, do. Like the call. Yeah.
0: Surprise,
1: you were just cast in another movie, Tina.
0: (laughs) Maybe Betty and I will do a movie.
1: Tina. That would be something, That would be
0: wonderful. Wouldn't that be fun? I saw Tina's show, Changing Shoes, and it was just wonderful.
2: Thank So great. Thank you. I love you. Her book
0: is remarkable, and And everyone needs to have it.
2: Everybody should read it. Well, Betty, let me ask you this in the book. Um, I believe it was you, Tina, was talking about that you would come over and sing a lullaby to her son, or you would sing to Betty I Rennie. did. Rennie?
0: Rennie? As I recall, I did that, and um, I can't believe that he's a grown person that's been off to war and back already safely. And he's 64, Lord. Betty. He's so big. I'm going to wow. bring him
3: one of these days if he's in New York to see you. Cause
0: oh, it, yeah. He was
3: just, you could sing to him again.
0: I would love to <laughs> see him, meet him now that he's all grown up. That's amazing.
3: Yeah, it's so amazing. I'm gonna to i I'll send you a Twitter picture of him.
0: Cool. Cool. Yeah. We're Twitter and, friends,
3: ladies. And, we and came Tina touch didn't,
0: through Twitter.
1: Tina, didn't you tweet that you that he's engaged?
3: He is engaged. He
0: is Congratulations. Preparing. Oh, it's
3: April. Great. Yeah. She's over in Rwanda. Well she's coming back right now. She does hint, uh, Clinton's health care plan.
0: Wow, mm-hmm.
3: She's been getting doctors and nurses to come to Rwanda because of the genocide over there when the Hootsies and the Tutsis killed each other. That oh. whole generation of doctors was wiped out.
0: My God. You know,
3: and the nurses, you don't even think of it. So she got doctors to come from Duke, Yale, Northwestern, I mean, all these, Virginia, all these schools, Harvard, um, for a year, not just for three months or three weeks, but for a year so they could really train the Rwanda mm-hmm. doctors. I mean mm-hmm. Rwanda
0: people. That's cool. That he something? found a great lady. Yeah,
3: yeah she really that... is fabulous. Just fabulous. I'm crazy about her. That's and so thank, cool. thankfully, he is too.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that, would, <laughs> that helps. Well, Betty, we appreciate you um, coming on, and we would love to have you back as a guest sometime. We talk would love to sure, sure. Thank you, ladies. Tasha, Jane, it me. was really nice to talk to you. I love you, Tina. Have a
0: great time. I love you,
3: too. And I'm going to get your new CD instantly, Boys of Broadway. I the, loved it. Yeah, Amen,
0: the, the Boys of Broadway. Year. It's on okay. Amazon. It's on Barnes right. & and Noble and iTunes today. Right. iTunes, too, huh? We'll yeah. Uh-huh. Great. Okay, thanks, that's ladies. Late. Okay. Thanks, okay.
4: Betty. Bye. Okay. Bye. See how she's staying in the game?
0: That's yes, this
1: staying in the game. It, awesome. She was so easy to contact. So Betty? easy to contact, yes. Oh she we just asked her to post. Amazing. She said, nope, here I am, I'm gonna call.
3: That's she was just wonderful. But you know what's so interesting is that we without knowing it, we're, you must have laughed when I was talking about her. Yeah, oh, it was we it was, were. Yeah.
5: <laughs> like, oh she's so she, wow. <laughs> she is.
3: It was just the weirdest thing, wasn't it? It
5: was weird. It was weird. <laughs>
3: So uh, since that worked out, I know I'm going to get that other movie that doesn't exist yet.
2: That's right. Yeah, I think you will.
3: (laughs) I believe it. All right, well, let's take another
2: call. Let's take another
1: call, and this is area code 212. (laughs) Area code 212, you're on the air. Is this me? Yes, it is. The writer
4: who's lucky enough to have written Tina Sloan for so many years? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) She's thinking, which writer? Oh, God. (laughs) I'm (laughs) still It's Jill. high. Oh,
3: Jilly. Hi. Oh, oh, this it's is so much who, fun. It's the what person who crashed the, old home the
4: weird, I, I'd I, crash I, any party that Tina's at, so, you know. <laughs> but let me add, I gave Jill a, gave Jill
3: a party once.
4: once. She did? She gave my 50th birthday party. Was it Tina's oh. I was nice enough not to <gasps> say it, Jill. Oh, I know, Tina, but, you know, 50 was good. I'm 50. Yeah, it was oh, my so goodness. Good. To spend your 50th birthday at Tina Sloan's. Not a bad oh, thing. So she bottom actually, bottom she, bottom. I shared it. I shared it with um, Crystal Chappelle Crystal. and Grant Alexander, who were not turning fifty. They are both younger than me. But um, she, are she threw us a are party. They? Yes, they are. She threw <laughs> the party together. Is Grant, younger, Grant than you?
0: younger than oh, you? Oh, that's he right.
4: He is. is just a year. I, yeah, a year. I, yeah. year. Right. Yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. indeed. But uh, he, <laughs> but it was a great party. There's, you know, g- when you go to Tina's, you just never want to leave, which she generally has she really to throw us all out because.
1: <laughs> oh, I think has, we all have to go to Tina's. Let's go
4: this <laughs> Oh, yes. We have company. Tina, we're on our way. Wonderful parties, Come on, but over. the best Come on, thing, over. the best thing is when you get to just kind of go over there on your own or with one or two other people and sit in the kitchen and have green soup. So this I, is still, I, a, my
3: still my favorite, favorite thing, thing is this thing green, soup. Is green soup. and we just okay. I, I, I used to I eat bread eat with, with it, and, it, and, she it doesn't. and she doesn't.
4: We have such an – it's the best thing. If you're sitting in her kitchen, and she was talking mm-hmm. about her friend Nan earlier. I remember sitting in the kitchen with Nan and Tina's wonderful husband and Tina and having green soup and chicken pot pie, and it was one of my mm-hmm. favorite, favorite, favorite <laughs> oh. dinner memories ever, ever, now, ever. Now, now, what is in the,
1: green, is in soup?
3: the green soup? Oh. No, no.
1: Very healthy. Um
3: Is
1: it a secret? It a secret?
3: Just, a just No, it's just no, vegetables. vegetables. Um, parsley, um, parsley? Zucchini, string, zucchini beans. string beans. Is that is it, Jill? That that chill.
4: Um, parsley? Yeah, it's very simple. I mean, it's really good. It has a little tiny, teeny bit of a kick to it, so I don't know if you, can, mm-hmm. if you put pepper. Mm-hmm. Pepper or I don't know, but it's really, really good. It's just good. You feel, you know, yeah. it's, it's medicinal and comforting, and, and it great. is
3: medicinal. Somebody once wrote about it, and I, I took the I took down the recipe. But um, they said that even just one bowl of soup a day is healthy for them. Oh really? Oh are So if I'm really healthy, I have three.
4: Working with <laughs> Tina and being friends with Tina is a very healthy experience on many levels.
3: <laughs> let me let me tell you let me tell you about what Jill did though when she came to my house. I was doing the play Changing Shoes with this friend of mine Joe Plummer, who was my Shakespearean teacher, yeah, and he was
1: in the book. over remember that. Mm-hmm.
3: And Joe, um, and I would work on the play, and then we'd have Jill and, and a couple of my other good friends come <laughs> in. And they'd all, and they'd critique, all it. critique it, <laughs> and then we'd go back to the drawing board. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> it was it was really really so much fun. I miss it. I haven't seen it now in a little while. And the last time I saw it, I sat in the audience with Justin Dees and Margaret Collin, and we just mm-hmm. laughed and cried, and and it was like I was seeing it for the first time. Every time it surprises me and um, mm-hmm. makes me happy. It's a wonderful mm-hmm. play. How, How long is the play, came? Tina? How long are you on stage? How long are you on stage?
3: 1 hour 8 minutes very quick. Oh, wow.
2: <laughs> wow. by just by yourself, too, wow. so right it's just you.
3: Yeah, but but right? Justin, you know Justin Dees is Buzz. Mhm.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And um there's a scene they I I play a uh, films in the background and the one where Buzz and I come out of the woods. Yeah, at the power bar that's doing out. it. And, they were a um,
4: hot couple.
3: We were very hot. And he 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 had his hands over his eyes. He didn't want to watch it because he hates to watch himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play, and I see him with his hands over his eyes. I almost burst
2: out <laughs> That's hysterical. And he's One such a great actor, actor too. I
4: mean, he's he's a terrific actor. They were a terrific,
2: he is an amazing acting team.
4: They were a terrific, terrific team. Mm-hmm. He wanted. He really wanted to work with her, and he's very shy. Actor mm-hmm. and very quiet and very seldom asks for anything, but he he wanted to work with Tina, and that was a, it was a joy to be able to. Uh, they both wanted to work together. <laughs> oh god, yeah. So it was nice. It was nice to do that.
1: And that's why yeah. it works
4: that was so
2: great
4: well. And his, well, wife his wife is a fabulous actress.
3: I mean, she does a yes, lot. Yes, she is.
2: Lot, she is lovely. Incredible hey,
4: has, work. Has, What's her, Hillary? Hey, Hillary is it? You no, know,
2: Margaret,
4: Margaret Collins.
2: Collins. No, Margaret no, Collins, Collins. Right, right, right.
4: Right.
3: She was just on Broadway doing, oh, um, what was it called? With uh, uh, the columnist.
2: Yeah.
4: The columnist. With John the columnist, columnist, yeah. Yeah, she's
3: terrific. She played Al wife. twice. Terrific. And then, you know, she played Jackie Kennedy on Broadway. Kennedy on Broadway. Yeah. Really?
2: Yeah. She was yes. amazing. She was yes. really, really good. What a lot of talent there. A lot
4: of talent from Hey,
0: girls, did, did, yeah. does
4: anyone hear an echo or is
2: it just I my do. phone? Yeah,
1: it's me. I, yeah, I, I wonder whose it phone it's coming from. I don't know. Might be my Do you phone. hear it when you
2: talk or do you hear it, hear, it it hear it when I it it talk? When I when talk. think I hear it I when, when, I when, you talk,
1: talk, when you talk. When you talk, uh, you talk uh, Tina. Well, I yeah. hear it when
2: I, I talk, too.
1: What should I do? I don't know. I not know. We can either try calling back or...
2: Should we, should we try what? that? Or because what? yeah, yeah. Just can you try try calling back,
0: Tina? Okay, I'm gonna go over and get. Idea. I was wondering if it, if I was the crazy one. All right, I'll call you back. Okay, okay right. thank you. Stay, Stay on the line, Jill.
4: Stay on the line Jill.
0: Yeah, Okay,
4: we'll talk about Tina. Yeah, let's <laughs> talk, talk about, about, about
2: Tina. Tina. <laughs> She's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. what was it line writing for her?
4: Tina was. It was quite wonderful. Wonderful as an as an actress, she never she she as well as you think you know her. She she. Still surprises you, you know, all Mm -hmm. the time, which is a wonderful thing. You can count on her, and yet she surprises you. She's a wonderful friend and a wonderful actress. And she was really the voice of the show near the end. We could have her say things that we were all feeling, and we could Mm -hmm. kind of put it into the mouth of Lillian and Tina, and um, it it was always wonderful and collaborative. And and, yeah, it was a perfect writer-actress thing because you you could you could communicate. Hi, doll. Oh no, it's, it's still there. It's still, it's still there. You know what I'm going to
3: do? I'm going to go call you on another phone.
5: Okay. Um Thanks. and it's going to be
3: I'm I don't know. I'm at my friend's house. I don't know what it's, I going, to know what be.
5: it's
0: going to be. <laughs> we'll will whoever whoever right? Next, we'll, we'll
3: connect you. We'll connect
0: okay.
1: whoever.
2: Okay. Okay. Uh, technology. <laughs> Got to
4: love it. Uh-huh. I know I still awful.
2: hear it's it. So I it be, it let me, maybe it's maybe you, it's Tasha. It might be. Let me let me hang up and I'll call back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do, and I'll just talk. And, yeah, we'll chat.
1: We'll
4: chat. We can talk about Tina. We can talk about. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, I think I it was Tasha. I don't hours. hear an Echo now. Really? I, think it, well, I don't know. Maybe I do. Uh, is it it me? could be. It maybe? could be Blog Talk Radio. Well,
4: it could radio. be me. And I, you know, because I'll be. I, you, you can you can you can disconnect me at any time. <laughs> as long uh, as it's get a, Tina. A, yeah are you are you we really yeah, want to... well what are you up to now? what are you doing? I'm writing uh one of the writers on Venice the series which is crystal chappelle's oh great show web series that she created right at the end I of the Tina her. is on that she's terrific mm-hmm. um I've done that for two two of the four seasons and I'm enjoying that a lot and I'm working on a little tiny book of my own so um um but the uh, Venice is really the thing that i i you know i am most involved with at the moment. Okay, and well, we done have done some great stuff. Is that Tasha? i I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I Tasha, you're back on. Tina? Tina?
2: Yeah, I still I
1: hear that. the echo. <laughs> I hear the echo, too. I think it, it must be, be blog talk, radio. You think? Yeah, it must be a glitch.
2: Hmm. I uh, that? That's yeah. tricky.
4: Yeah, I don't I can't, know what's going on here. I still can't pretend here. to even understand how, how, how it all works. Okay, it's let's see. Maybe, who, uh, maybe. Maybe. We have, like, a studio, let's, and you
0: see Let's colors. see who this is. You
2: know, Hi. possibly. Hi. Tina? Is it Tina? Y'all? Yeah. Hi, Hi, Tina. Hi. We still you hear still the still have echo, echo. I, don't I don't know why.
4: Isn't that weird? It might be me. It is weird. We've never had a problem, problem before. before. Maybe it's me. I will <laughs> see if the next, you know, when you move forward. <laughs> <I> we'll <won't> talk. <laughs> we'll see if
2: it stops. Okay. We'll be like, it's Jill's fault.
4: Oh, I think it's it better, be now.
1: better now. You, you think? Okay, well, we'll give it. We'll give it. Everybody's echoing. I feel better, like we're in an we're echo in. chamber. It's, so bad, but better, it's okay. now, better now.
4: It makes life exciting. when will you be back in New York? I have to ask my one personal question.
3: Um, tomorrow. Um,
4: tomorrow? tomorrow. Oh, my goodness. It's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, i was saying on Twitter that I wave whenever I go by her apartment in a cab. I just wave. <laughs> 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 but she's, all over. she's been
2: traveling so much. Yeah. Have yeah, she's a busy lady. She's always on the go.
3: I'm trying to talk funny. I mean, it's just bad, isn't it? Yeah, I
2: know. It's so yeah, bad. But I don't
4: really hear the, And I don't hear the echo, which leads me to believe that I am the It echo. might be so, you. You think you're the culprit, Jill? You know what? Jill, You've heard just about enough of me, so maybe you should move along no, to the next No, no, never. Time. No, no, no. I mean, just, just so you can get rid of the echo, I won't take it personally.
2: <laughs>
3: I hear it from well, her now. Do you, as well as me?
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Jill, we would love like to have you come back on and, and talk about your, you know, your career uh, too. Oh, of.
4: thank you. Well, that would be really wonderful. Almost as much fun as talking about Tina's, which is. I <laughs> no! Favorites. I think it'd be more fun. No, that is going, Jill. It's it's fun. We're we're um, we're. We have a deadline in a couple of weeks. We're all hoping to make it. <laughs> and uh, we've been having a good time, and we're looking forward to um, doing something a little fun with Catherine, which may lead into the next season, if you'll stay, you know, of course, I'll stay. I love it. We stick with you, she's everywhere, though. She's, kind of, she's in demand, so we worry all the time if we're going to be able to, to have her on a project. And, of course, any project I'm thinking of in my own head, there's always a Tina Sloan floating <laughs> around there in my head. So I... Uh... She's the easiest actress to write for in the whole world. But anyway, I'll leave it at that.
0: And, but you know, um, before you
1: before you leave, um, speaking of Venice, we contacted Crystal Chappelle, and she really wanted to call in, but she's on the set with the Grove. She
4: is. Right she wanted to grove. say
1: hi,
3: Tina. Oh, that's so oh, nice. So nice. Uh, she's a busy lady. She's doing.
4: I mean, Crystal has been amazing. Just amazing. amazing. She it's 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 kind of breathtaking what she's doing. So we're we're all excited, Tina, like uh, Tina and I, to be. Part of any part oh, of it. Oh, absolutely. I love yeah. being part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Well, listen, thanks for letting me be a part of this. And hearing Tina's voice, because yes. I haven't heard it in a while. So um, have fun the rest okay, of the Okay, thanks, thanks for, for, calling for calling in, Jill. We really appreciate it. Great. Great. You're welcome. It. Have a good, bye, Tina. I okay, love have you. A good bye, week. Kelly.
0: Bye. Bye. Bye.
3: Bye. Were you surprised? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is just playing, this is your life. <laughs> the echo's gone. Jill's it's gone. the, end the end echo's still. gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, what
2: it was still It wasn't easy. It? it was Oh, still. that's good oh, to
3: know. I wonder if I yeah. should go get back on my cell phone in a few minutes.
2: If you well, it's hot. It was know.
3: hot. This is easier to hold.
2: Okay. I'm on a little right, island. So I've... Um, should we get back to questions? or? Yeah, sure. Let's
1: go back all to all questions. All All right. Let's see. What's the next question?
2: <laughs> what is the next question? <laughs> uh, it's yours. Oh, I don't know okay well,
1: how did oh, I have a good question here. How did you get cast on guiding, guiding light? How did that happen?
3: You know, I got a call from Gail Kobe, who was the um producer, and she just gave me the part. it was I didn't even have to audition. Oh, it, was like it was wonderful because I was just coming on for six months, mm-hmm. and i played a sort of really bad character on somerset mm-hmm. so and so she wanted a strong woman to play Lillian, who was very, very weak, obviously because she was gonna. Right not see what was going on with Bradley and her daughter and Beth. So mm-hmm. they they said if a weak woman plays a weak character, it bores people. But if a strong woman plays a weak character, mm-hmm. at least there's some strength in her that comes through. Although mm-hmm. I must say, I didn't see much strength in and Even when I played, even though I am strong, I didn't see mm-hmm. that it transferred to her at all.
1: Oh. Well, didn't, didn't you describe her as sort of like the Edith Bunker?
3: Yes, type? I used to use Edith Bunker as my... Image the way she ran to the kitchen to get whatever Archie wanted, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Archie bunker
3: wanted. Oh yes, Archie, let me get you that. I used to do that with Braddy. Mm-hmm. Oh, he'd say, "Shut up, Lily, and get me a beer,"
2: <laughs> and we'd all
3: crack up. And it, no, shut up, Lily, and it's your fault. Get me a beer, and I'd say yes, mm-hmm. Braddy, and run off and get the can <laughs> all opened and you know the, everything ready for him, just like a little um, geisha girl.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And um, he. He was just a wonderful actor, Bradley Raines.
2: He's I done mean, a lot rubbers. of movies, has any since then? Like, uh, he's been in a lot of stuff since
3: then. Yeah, he, and, and theater, too.
1: hmm
3: You know, and he has two daughters. Um, And when he had to do that rape scene of Beth, he literally went to the bathroom oh. and got sick to his stomach. I mean, it was oh. so hard for him.
0: Mm-hmm. And okay.
3: people don't forgive him, and it's hard to forgive him because so, he was so... Mm-hmm awful and scary he was
2: horrible yeah he, he's and that's a credit to how good of an actor he was
3: it really is a credit because he just hated doing it i mean he just i don't know how he even i don't know if i would have done it if i were him mm-hmm. um but you know he had a job and he had two children i guess so right do it. he had to
2: do it yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. well I, that brings me to another question what was your favorite storyline um or you know on guiding light the one that, because I know there was a few that like that you guys did, it was like the first time they'd ever been done on daytime oh. television.
3: That's right. So. That, well, the incest story was one the first time that mm-hmm. had ever been done. Mm-hmm. And then the breast cancer, we were the first ones to do have, I mean, I found the lump on camera. I had a mammogram. I had a sonogram on camera. They'd never had that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Of course, they had to add to the cancer. You know the the Ed storyline, the Ed Maureen storyline. Instead of letting it stay out as a a, um, serious topic, I mean it was a serious topic the whole time. But there was always that going on in the background. My my being in love with him.
2: Right. Um, And then
3: sleeping with your yeah
2: your best friend's husband. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And my
3: savior. (laughs) Well, you know it's interesting. I never had scenes with her until they decided to make her my best friend.
2: Yeah. All of a sudden. I mean, she had been.
3: I hadn't had scenes with any other woman except Beverly McKenzie, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
3: because Beth was involved with Philip and Lou Jack. Right. So I'd always mm-hmm. had scenes with her, but I really hadn't, and always scenes with Beth, but I'd never had scenes with with Vanessa or Ellen or anybody like that or Maureen mm-hmm. until um, they decided, oh, we have to make her the best friend so that it it resonates more with people.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Much worse
3: when you have your still your best friend's husband or sleep yeah. with your best friend's husband. That's not a nice thing to do. Nah, that's not did. did you
1: did you actually paint a scar on your breast?
3: I did. I really and, did.
1: did. And
3: this was even when you were off the set? To... Yeah. I'd go yeah. to the gym or I'd take a uh-huh. bath and I'd see it. Because I really did it to honor those women who were going sure. through it. I didn't want to just
0: mm-hmm.
3: go home and forget it. And I would go home and forget it. And then I'd take my clothes off and I'd go, oh, my God. You know, this is right. what they feel all the time when they take their clothes off.
1: Mhm. Did you get when a lot of it? response from fans?
3: Yeah, huge uh, amount of Viewers? Response. Beautiful letters. And I think mm-hmm. the favorite, I might have put this in my book, was when I cried for you, I could finally cry for myself because I was mm-hmm. so busy Aww. taking care of my husband and my children. I had no time to cry for myself till now.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Isn't that something?
2: Wow. Yeah, that is something. Beautiful.
3: That's really beautiful. Yeah, you mm-hmm. just felt... I mean you did. You really helped a lot of people with that storyline. And they the American Cancer Society said they had mm-hmm. more people call in than they ever had before. Wow.
1: And you had you did a lot of public service announcements right after the show right. after each yeah. show.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, not and every anything. show, but a
3: lot of shows.
0: Yeah. yeah, And they
3: said they had more women come in for mammograms than they'd ever had. And people would call me at the studio who were going in to have a mastectomy just to tell me, you know, for me to wish them luck. I'm at the hospital with my mother. I'd get a call the stu- downstairs in the production office, Tina, get down here. And the woman, a woman would say, I'm about to have a mastectomy. I just, you know, thank you for having me go find out or otherwise I'd, I would have died, or, you know. And you'd go, oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, yeah. the, the inside story, you got a lot of feedback from that as well, didn't
3: you? I did, and I still do. There was a wonderful woman who sort of became a friend of mine, whose name I won't use, but who had, mm-hmm. um, said wrote me after the show went off the air, and she said, you know, you saved my life with that story because I was being mm-hmm. abused by my stepfather, I think, and her stepbrothers, and I thought, nobody else ever went through this and I was about I was thinking seriously of taking my own life. She was, she said this. And yeah. but then when I saw that it happened to Beth Rains and that she could survive it, I knew I could survive it. So mm-hmm. that just makes you feel I mean that's a reason in itself. Well, you're doing it's it. Done. Sure. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't really I I think it I think the story was done to be dramatic from a mm-hmm. soap opera point of view. But right. it certainly led to such interesting you know, responses from people.
1: I mean
0: mm-hmm. some people
3: would come up and just hug me, young girls. And I you know, I knew what, what it was about. Right. But we never talked they never talked about it. They just come up and hug me. And I knew mm-hmm. they were in trouble.
1: Yeah. Wow.
3: Just, well what was the most I'm,
1: outrageous storyline? That was just so over the top. Well, obviously,
3: when, um Kim Zimmer's clone storyline.
0: Oh <laughs> God,
3: yeah. I mean the poor thing, what you know, we all laughing at her all day long. That she had to become a clone and go backwards or whatever she had to do, Uh, and you know she played it as she did everything brilliantly,
2: yeah,
3: absolutely brilliantly because she's Mm -hmm. so good at that. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, that story was that was was out there. What the hell? Oh. Yeah, well, some all... of the
1: some of the things that you you wrote in your in your book uh, about declaring someone dead because you were at the top of the stairs oh wasn't that funny because the character
3: the characters
1: <laughs> smelled from whatever they put on him no. It smelled like manure
3: or something it was just manure. a dreadful smell oh. and I, I I couldn't I couldn't get near him or I would have thrown up on him <laughs> so I, I I started down the stairs I smelled him and I I yelled down the stairs. He's dead. His eyes are dilated and thick. He has no pulse. And I was, you know, at the top of the Spalding stairs, and he was on the the front door. You know, there was no way, but everybody, nobody could go near him. We're all sort of just running away. And the poor guy, he smelled like this awful fish. Um, Oh, my
2: God.
3: Well, he'd been murdered by, it, it ended up to be by Lizzie.
2: I don't oh, know if you remember. Nice. That was a
3: very good story. That was a great story. Nobody, none of us know who, knew who did it. Who did could have it? Been Beth. Oh, it could have been me. Yeah. It could have been Philip. It could have been. You know, there were a lot of people, and it began mm-hmm. to look like it was Beth, and then she looked like she was covering for somebody, and she, I right. thought she was covering for me, and she thought she was covering for me, but indeed she was covering for Lizzie, whom she guessed had it, had done it. It was really a good storyline to have a child commit a murder by mistake. Yeah. To kill someone was brilliant, and the fact that they never it never was leaked even to us was fascinating.
2: Mm-hmm. That was really it was a good storyline. I do remember it. And tell okay, some well, of our
3: li- our listeners some of your um, medical
1: uh, terms that you mispronounced. I, that was that's that was funny, hysterical.
0: Yeah,
3: I remember I asked for um, a spatula instead of a scalpel.
5: <laughs> oh, I
0: passed
3: it to I passed it to Rick, Rick. You know, Rick Bauer. I said, "Here's a spatula," and he looked at me and he took it. You know, he'd asked for a scalpel. I said, here's the spatula, and he looks at me, and I thought he was going (laughs) to burst out laughing, and I didn't know what was wrong until later. And then he asked one time for a C-span instead of a (laughs) C-section.
0: That's hilarious.
3: Yeah, it really is. I mean, we were, and yet, you know, we had to keep going because everything was going so fast Mm -hmm. in those ER scenes, and you couldn't redo them for a a word like that. You just hope nobody heard it, or if they heard it, it didn't ring true to them. But um, we were just, Mikey, Rick, and I were terrible with those big words. I mean we were really, really bad. Mm-hmm. You know, there are doctors who, who on T V shows that are wonderful. But we were oh. pitiful. And
5: well, we knew it. We didn't
2: aid for effort, so that's good. It's comic relief anyway, right? When you're working, so um speaking of these of uh Michael and other people, um I'm getting I'm losing my train of thought, forgive me. Um all right, you've worked with some really great people on Guiding Light. So This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a name, and you can only you, give me one. Want, what did you say? All right, I'm going to give you a name from Guiding Light. Right. And I want a one-word description of that person. Just one yeah. word. Okay? Mm-hmm. All righty. Michael O'Leary. Hilarious. Okay. Kim Zimmer.
3: Mm-hmm. Brilliant.
2: Beth Chamberlain. The best. Ron Raines.
3: Strong. Justin D's. There's so many words for Justin. <laughs> he's just, he's just. Well, like Timmy's brilliant, I guess. Mhm. Okay. You know, I wanted to ask,
1: um, how did you find out uh, the guiding light was canceled? How did you find that out? The,
3: the, the day it happened was April Fool's Day. And mm. I came home. I had gone to see West Side Story with one of my good friends, Ann Ford. And we came home and we left, as a matter of fact, um, early. And we ca- I got home and there was a thought. I looked at my answering machine. There must have been 42 phone calls. You know, you can see the number. Mm-hmm. And I thought, uh oh, something terrible's happened. And I picked it up. And the first one I heard was I guess it was Ellen Wheeler saying, call me.
1: Mm. So I
3: called her. Or she, she might have called right at that moment. I think she did. I think she called after I'd seen the 42 um, things and said, Tina, you know, the show's been canceled. And I can remember just sitting down. I can see where I was in the bedroom, and I just sat on the floor and mm-hmm. stunned, just stunned, because we really thought we were going to save it. You know, we were doing everything imaginable, or Ellen was, to save it. And it wasn't saved.
5: Uh,
2: just it's it's just I mean it was such a I mean the thing about Guiding Light is it's 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 uh it's a piece of television history. I mean it's an iconic show. I mean seventy what was it, seventy five years?
3: Seventy two, yeah.
2: Seventy two years on the air. And I remember like I because like, I grew up watching you guys and it was like you know, it's like it's like a death in the family. It's like, No, you can't do this. Mm-hmm.
3: It is a death of the um, family and I think it affects sure. people that way. They they you know, if you watched it with your grandmother or your mother and your mother mm-hmm. or grandmothers died, it's like they died all over because it was a mm-hmm. way to hold yeah. on to them. It's and very, I, that's very true. Just went down
1: from generation to generation,
3: sure. And I think that generational watching is so important to the world, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: be, because it's a way to speak to your mom or to speak to your grandmother or your daughter that that that's safe. You can talk about
4: mm-hmm. things
3: like, let's say, incest. Let's mm-hmm. say something like that's going on. The mother sees it on TV and can all of a sudden her mind might be going, wait a minute, this looks like right. things that are going on in our house. Mm-hmm. And maybe she can broach it because you're watching it with her or you you yeah. walk out of the room or something and it triggers something in her. And I think... It's a very safe way to talk to people. I I remember I had an uncle who watched it every day, and he hated Alan Spalding. He just thought he was the worst. You know, he was so mean, He was always murdering people. But of course, he loved to talk about him. And uh-huh. at that point, um, it was it was before Ron came on, and um, he would just go on. I can't stand that Alan Spalding. But he was he was sick at, the, at that point, and it gave us something to talk about. You know that, except the weather. Mhm.
2: That's no, very true. I mean, I watched it with my grandmother, and religiously, you know, every day. We, I would get home from school, and we would watch it, and then we would discuss. And But she was very serious when she was watching it. I mean, God forbid, I, I you know, during the show, no, we don't talk. After, you can <laughs> talk. So, <yeah. laughs>
3: but would you yeah. talk about it after?
2: We would. We would. We would talk about it and the the characters and uh, the plot. Because, you know, th- to her, they were literally, they seriously were like family. And it was like... It was. It was just. I don't know. It was. It was. It was a lot. Of, it was a good time. And you know, my grandmother passed away um, in I guess ninety eight. And you know, and some of my fondest memories, seriously, were sitting and watching Guiding Light with her, and
3: I can just see being that. close to her. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. I think. <laughs> I think that's uh, some watching a movie together with somebody, or or. But mm-hmm. when it's perpetual, like watching Pride and Prejudice, my husband and I watched that eight hours of the BBC. You know. With mm-hmm. Colin and Firth, something Colin Firth, yeah, the best, we, the best. We just watched it the last two nights, a couple of week, a uh, couple of days ago. We watched two nights of it, and watched four hours a night, and it's just the best. And I've watched it with my niece. I've watched it with my nephew. You know, you. I don't think my son. <laughs> I don't think that's quite up his alley. Although he yeah. might really like it if he watched it. Um, he would. I think he would. Um, yeah. But no matter what, it, it, it's. It's that watching. There's something about bonding about it. It's like reading a book together.
2: Maybe mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, a exactly. Book
3: yeah, yeah. It's like it's almost like the
1: miniseries. What happened to the miniseries at night? The the nighttime miniseries. They're you gone. Mean, like, they don't make you know, them anymore. I guess people, like people don't, don't have the and like,
3: Do you think it's the attention deficit? That, I,
1: think so. people, <laughs> I think so.
2: I don't think people just money and all, money. The, and, all the, money. and it's so much cheaper to make reality. TV shows, oh, yeah. I mean, it's just cheaper, you know, and people... But it's making TV go off the air, isn't it? It is, sure. it is, I mean, you don't have quality TV anymore, and I think what it is, so with reality TV, it is like watching a soap opera, but to me, it's kind mm. of like you're a voyeur, and it's so, this is real, these are real people, and it kind of makes it sleazy, you know, I mean, it's, it's different when you're watching a soap opera, and, you know, it's it's it's, it's based on writers, and it's fiction, but to watch reality tv like like the jersey shore and
1: oh know, i, I don't it. know oh.
2: it's horrible it's like the dumbing that's down not reality america TV. of america because it's just trash <laughs> yeah it's it is trash. it's
3: terrible and yet, it. and yet people love it and that's what's sort of scary isn't it it yes.
2: is scary it is really scary
1: and do you think the soap um, operas are going to come back again or do you
3: think this well, is, i think what the changing doing up the guard doing, crystal's doing it on on you know beautifully on on streaming it, I mean, on the Internet, mm-hmm. and I think that's yes. what's going to happen. Yes.
2: I really do think that's what's going to happen. Well, Michael had the, the Steamboat, too, that, that right. he was doing, So, yeah. and there's uh, the Bay, I think, that's another Bay, web and I'm series. in one called Empire as well, Empire of the Series, okay. Oh, okay. which is um, filmed in New York. Okay, I'll definitely have to check that out. Right, let's, Tina, let's talk about your book a little bit, or, or should we take a, we have one person, I think we have a fan that wants to talk to you. Maybe Yeah, we let's uh, bring her, let's bring her <laughs>
1: on. Hello, Sabina? Hello.
5: Hi, Hi,
1: Sabina. Hi, Sabina. Hi there.
5: Hi. My name is Sabina. Hi. Hello, how are you?
3: I'm fine, Sabina. Where do you live? I'm in Atlanta. Oh, did you come to the play in Atlanta?
5: No, I didn't even know about it the, until now. So when was it? Was it, it oh, it was it about few years
3: ago. ago. I was there for a few weeks, and I just loved Atlanta. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's what so you, you,
2: you talked about, the, you talk about the Krispy Kreme donuts, you know, that we have in Oh, our
3: that's house. right. Oh, yeah. Krispy Kreme. Oh, I <laughs> loved those donuts.
5: They're oh, so good. Oh, my God. me happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever try it when they were hot off the presses? Did oh, the hot yes. light on?
3: Right next oh, to my the hotel best. was the, was where they were. And I would just,
4: uh-huh. oh, oh okay.
3: I just loved it. And sometimes in the middle of the night I'd call the hotel and mm-hmm. um, get room service and they'd send these donuts up. And I know they were
4: Krispy Kreme.
3: <laughs> and I'd have awesome. hot fudge sauce with them. I mean, it was heaven.
5: <laughs> no, they are the best. They're total, They're way better than uh, Dunkin' Donuts.
3: <laughs> oh, way better. Oh. thought of them just makes me happy
5: (laughs) although i gotta admit i found some even better than that if you're ever up in canada or i think they're in new york as well but i'm not sure where in new york like i don't know if it's down in the city or if it's further north but it's called um oh i've forgotten it's a it's timothy something Oh, I've done forgotten the name of the. I'm glad the donut. you did forget,
0: because I don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't want to know. Yeah, I guess you, you don't, don't want to
5: know, now, right? I know. <laughs> No, I don't.
0: Uh,
5: okay, I will. I not tweet it to you then, because <laughs> I could well, always tweet it to you. You could. If you it if it wanted to, to be alright. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. I actually wanted to mention. I know. I heard you talking about as time goes by with Judy Dench, and I want yeah. to say I love that show too. Um, I'm a huge fan of the Brit British shows anyway and all the British, you know, British humor and stuff. So that's definitely a like very good We Like the other show.
3: one, um, what's the one where she's oh she's so, she's so such a snob? And oh, yeah. She,
5: um,
3: oh, I just love oh, that show. She, it's you, hilarious. You
5: know, always, my brain isn't wanting to work. I know no. what you're talking about. I know exactly. What, uh, it Hyacinth, usually comes on.
3: Hyacinth, yeah, that's her name, right. That's her name. She's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, She's such a snob. She's such a phony, and it's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> do
5: you, Do you like the, uh, There's uh, my favorite is the Vicar of Dibley.
3: I've never seen that.
5: Oh, you've got to check it out. Well, it's, I will,
3: I will. How about Downton Abbey, though? Don't we love Downton Abbey? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. We love that. And we love AbFab. Oh, yes. We love I the girls. Love I've got all that. of them. Yes. I just love AbFab. I mean, Sweetie darling. Oh, it's so brilliant, isn't it? I mean the idea of the daughter it just cracks me up. Saffy?
1: The daughter by to jail. <laughs> that out. I
5: haven't I haven't And she was camp- in Pride and Prejudice.
1: Safi. What?
5: She what was, was in Pride she?
1: and Prejudice. Who was
3: she? She was the uh Lydia? The daughter. Yes, Lydia. Lydia who runs off with uh, Wickham. Oh my god, is she talented? Yes. I never <laughs> knew that was Lydia. She great. Oh, how interesting is that. Now I'm going to go back and watch Pride and That's a reason to watch it again.
1: She was she was incredible in that. Oh my God!
3: I hated her, and I yeah. hated the mother. I mean, they were so good. Yeah,
1: they were. They were it was and the best was. one of the best miniseries I've ever. Yeah, it really was. They had yeah. an upstairs, downstairs. I missed that one. Yes,
5: yeah, I, I too. I own the whole collection, the whole series you? on DVD. Really? Yes.
3: But don't I've got to get it Abbey. out
5: one day
3: and watch it. Sabina, have you watched *Downton Abbey*? Yeah,
5: I watched the first part, like the first. The first season I guess. I haven't I, gotten a chance to watch the second. I got too busy. <laughs>
3: to watch if you have a movie. chance to ca- to see it, it is it's really superb, I think. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, okay. it, it was like
3: Pride and Prejudice, although I'm not sure anything will be like Colin Firth and Pride and Prejudice. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing to compare. Sorry, no. there's nothing. Nothing. Yeah, right. No words.
1: <laughs> no words. You know, no words. Running,
3: there it is again you'd run home on sunday night when it was on and watch it with somebody you know Mm -hmm. my husband and i would just run home and watch it that's really it's a really wonderful bonding thing isn't it It
2: Mm -hmm. which is what
3: soap opera did
1: yeah
2: Yeah. and it's a shame that they're you know they're going away but like you said they're coming back with a web series and i think that yeah maybe that's the future of television is
3: the internet
2: you know it seems like the internet's taking over everything
3: i think it is i think that will be the answer
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what is your character
1: Theodora like? Is she uh what she like? Yeah. Um, in empire.
3: Really, Theodora well, she, she's absolutely fabulous. I mean, excuse me, I have to change phones here. I uh, can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. We can hear you. Okay. Um she um she's just horrible, which I love. She has these wonderful, <laughs> you know, somebody dies in front of her face and she's cleaning her nails because she didn't like <laughs> it. I mean, you know, I've had more fun sort of making her be as absolutely heartless as possible. And yet, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, she's just interests me so much because she's so different than anybody I've played before.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So I'm, I I'm can't, loving it. I'll her.
2: have to check this out. I've got to
3: check Oh, yeah. If, if you can watch last Tuesdays, not this Tuesday, but last mm-hmm. Tuesday. It's sort of interesting, okay. and the one before where literally the man dies, and I'm just I, I just look at him on the fo- floor, and I go, let's get out of here. We have to go put this on TV. You know, that's all I care <laughs> about. I don't care about him, and I walk, start to walk over, him, and, and and um, the detective gets there right away, and I ad-libbed. How did you get here so fast? <laughs> you know, I, have, I get to ad-lib all I want in that show, which I Isn't I love, and that's what. That was on Guiding Light what was so much fun when we were in PPAC. We began to, especially Justin and I, began Buzz, began to ad-lib everything, and we had so much fun. For instance, one day he came to me with some Viagra. He said, let's pretend this is Viagra. <laughs> Gave me a couple of pills. And so he came and said, how are you? And I said, fine, I've got something. You know, we just ad-libbed this. I said, I've got something right. for you. And I held it out to him, and he said, I'll see you in about an hour. <laughs> 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 you know, it was just so funny. I mean it was just
2: we just had fun. And that's what you missed. You guys were a family. You really were. You were like a you were like family to each other because we worked together for such a long time. That's a um, were you able to take any mementos with
1: you when when
3: I have on right now um a cross that um I Lillian had that I wear.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Um and I have I don't have any of her clothes on today, but often I wear I got her clothes. That's all. I took I took my nurse's uniform and my nurse's um, jacket, you know, the doctor jacket and the Mm -hmm. um, all the the tags around my neck. Right. And as a matter of fact, I did a talk in Florida in Clearwater about two years ago, and I wore that outfit (laughs) because
1: it was for a hospital.
3: Great. Great. I love it. How about the white Chanel shoes? Um,
2: Did you get to take them? them, But (laughs) I
3: got some black ones that I use in the play. Okay.
2: Okay.
3: Cool.
2: No. Sabina, so, did did you have a a question for Miss Tina? Yeah, I I actually have a, a
5: couple of quick questions. Um, yeah. one one is uh, who inspired you to become an actress? Who or what? If there was not an actual person.
3: No, there was no person. It was it was a movie I saw that I just knew that I wanted to be doing, playing pretend like that. And I must say, when I think back on it, I was in all the little school plays when I was little, and mm-hmm. I just loved. <laughs> loved loved being in plays i was i was it was a time of my life that I was the happiest, and I think you know what your passion is when you're when you don 't think about anything else and you walk you know to this uh-huh. day if I walk out on a set i 'm happy right. i'm just happy mm-hmm. and i, I don 't know if it's playing pretend or or what it is, but it it's where i I feel I belong, and mm-hmm. I think anybody you know some people will walk out and see a horse and they know that 's what they want to do is be a veterinarian or or oh, be a horseback rider. they just know with a certainty what it is they're supposed to do with their lives, and that was what happened to me with when I did when I did the plays and when I saw that movie.
5: Right? Wow. Yeah, I think for me it was photography. I am always taking pictures. I just love taking pictures, and right now I'm waiting on the word, but I'm hoping to get a, a job at a, a portrait studio with my best friend. So that'll be. I'm awesome.
3: knocking on wood for you.
5: Yeah, thank <laughs> you. And I was just and, also curious, um, who your favorite actress or actor to work with uh, on Guiding Light was?
3: Oh, Justin and Beth. I mean, yeah. and Philip and Grant. Philip, I love working <laughs> with Philip. I just love that. Oh, and that was remember when Beth was supposed to be somebody else. She was supposed to be Lorelai. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. 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 And, and yeah. Philip
3: and I would have to work with her and pretend that she was somebody she wasn't, and we <laughs> could hardly ridiculous. look at each other. Huh?
2: That was that storyline. Wasn't it? that was another one? I mean, and really, same. you don't know your own daughter?
3: Yeah, I mean, right. I didn't. I remember going to the writers and saying, "How how how do I play this?" And they say, "You just play it." And I said, <laughs> she's my daughter. How can I not know her?" And they say, "You don't." It was that you simple. So you had to not know. But um, Grant and I, Philip and I, would look at each other. And we'd have lines like, "Doesn't she remind you of someone?" We could we could not ask <laughs> each other those questions. I'd turn to the clock and say, "Doesn't she sort of remind you of someone?" But I couldn't see his face because right. if we saw each other's faces, it was over.
2: Uh huh.
3: How could you not crack up? I would. just well, yeah. you had that was half of the fun because you were cracking up, and some uh-huh. days you just yeah. couldn't stop laughing.
2: <laughs> to, but That's you know, you didn't fun, have the
3: time to laugh a lot.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. What is Grant? Is Grant teaching now?
3: Is it, he I, is teaching, yeah, and directing, I think, too.
2: Okay,
3: that's great. He's he's
2: he's a phenomenal actor. Oh, he's so right. wonderful. I started watching. I, I I think I was around eight, and it was when you know they had the Four Musketeers. It was right when you came on, actually. is when I nineteen really yeah, nineteen eighty three is when I really got into it. I think I was about I don't know. It was like I don't remember, I was just a kid, but I just yeah. remember I was I loved. Phillips and Beth, and then Lou Jack, and it just got so like into that story. <laughs> and Mindy. Line. And Mindy, I loved Mindy. I loved her. Yeah. yeah. And and then Josh and Rhea of course, when their you know their storyline came along. Oh up. yeah.
3: But, yeah. But I think the show was very very good at that point. I mean, we were you know we'd mm-hmm. be the number one show even over General Hospital with Luke and Laura some weeks. Um, because it was such – it was Pam Long was writing that, and Pam Longhammer was writing them, mm-hmm. and she was very, very good. I mean, she thought of very good plots. And, you know, I think the rape of – I mean, the incest story, Bradley raping Beth was in order for them to run away and make that three musket, four musketeers story.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a yeah. great
3: launching pad. At what, it gave them a real reason
2: to run away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did, it did. Now, she was – was she married to um, – the guy that played Fletcher, Jay. Yes, she was. They were. They were married. Okay, yeah. I yeah. thought so. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, um, Sabina, thank you for calling. I thank you. I just Thanks so much. Real quick, as close,
5: I'd like to ask: Are you going to be um, coming back to Atlanta with your your show, or?
3: No, I'm not coming with my yeah. show. I'm doing that Stiletto Women's Festival. Business Women, do you know about that?
5: No, tell mm-hmm. us about that.
3: Um. Look it up. Siletum is a magazine, a woman's business magazine, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be their speaker, which will do, I'll be doing part of the show. I always do part of the show when I speak. I mean, you know, I, I bring it in because it's sort of fun. Mm-hmm. So look into that. if you. I think it's in next March or something. I think it is. I know, I'm almost positive it's next March, March 16th or 22nd mm-hmm. or something like that. It's a Saturday. Okay. It's a weekend so that businesswomen can come.
2: That's nice. Sabina, you have to go and report back. Yes. <laughs> okay, so it's Stiletto. I'm looking up to Stiletto or?
3: S-P-I-L-E-T-T-O, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O Stiletto. Oh, I don't have it here. If you, are you on Facebook?
5: Yeah. Sabina? Yeah. Yes. He's on Okay,
3: I'm at Tina Sloan McPherson. Why don't you message me?
5: Well, I tried to um,
1: send oh. you a friend
5: of- and it's no longer you. You don't have any no, more. ability. Okay. Yeah, you're
3: full.
1: Tina. Can you, I couldn't I even get you in. on
5: Twitter.
3: But can all right. So I have to follow you back. So um, I'll do that tomorrow afternoon. I'm going. I'm going out tonight, but I'll do it tomorrow afternoon when I finish work. Um, okay. I'm doing, you'll
5: see. My my handle is S is in Sam A Flynn seven seven. That's my handle. And then Sabina you'll see A my Flynn,
3: name, Flynn seven, seven seven. Yeah. Okay. S A Sabina. Okay. Um, but don't do it till tomorrow afternoon because I'm not going to see it, and I, it might be gone by then. Do you know what I mean?
5: Mm-hmm. Right.
3: Unless you instant message me, but you can't unless I'm following you. So I've got to get right. there to follow you, and then you can.
5: I'll wait. Um,
3: I'll send you the link. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. But promise you'll wait till tomorrow afternoon.
5: <laughs> <I promise. laughs> okay. It was very nice talking with you. Okay, thank you, thank you, you so too. much.
1: Thanks, Sabina. Thanks for calling in, Sabina. Bye, well,
2: Sabina. Thank you. Okay, take care. Bye, bye. Okay. okay. Yeah, let's um, let's talk yeah, about let's... the book. Let's get to the book because this this thing has got to go out. <laughs> it's, it's
1: a wonderful book. It's so inspiring, and uh, first of all, the website. For all every for the listeners out there, it's www.changingshoes.com. What a whimsical website! I mean, you <laughs> Thank have a picture you. of the shoes and they're dancing around, and you click on one each shoe, and it gives a little story history of meaning of the of the shoe. So, what inspired you to write the book? And what shoe are you wearing now? What shoes are you wearing? I'm barefoot. You're barefoot. You're barefoot. <laughs> yeah.
3: I just had on heels, though, that had these little, you know, those little swar- Swarovski or Swarovski little tiny pretend diamond things. They yeah. have little pretend diamonds over them. They're cute. I got them in Italy Aww. this summer. Nice. Um, but I am barefoot. So am I. <laughs> so comfy. <laughs> the barefoot club. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, some, you know, it's, it's August. We should be hey, You've got to do it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> We've got it not too much longer. Um so, oh, what so, what
5: inspired
1: what inspired me to write? you to You know, to write book. I,
3: I, yeah. what inspired me was my mother and father getting old and I was mm. thinking to myself, I didn't know what to do for them. You know, I didn't know how to my sister had died and my brother to be honest, he is a very nice man, but he wasn't it wasn't of any help. So it landed on me and I didn't have any idea of what to do. So I started, you know, researching it and doing it. And as I was researching it, I was at the eye doctor's office and these two women came in with them, their mother. And they sent her in to get her her eyes done, and they just were shaking their heads. They didn't, you know, they were beside themselves. And I said, Do you have a living will or a power of attorney? And -hmm. they looked at me and said, What are those? And I said, Boy, I need to write a book for people to know the things they have to do for their parents and for themselves, really. And that's what got me going. I thought, I'll write a handbook for people so that when they get, if they have to deal with elderly parents or if they themselves want to prepare, you know, for all of these legal things they have to do in their lives, it's a list for them. And then as I started writing it, I I added the human part of it, like my mother being so funny as she got older, where she thought she was singing the Star Spangled Banner at the (laughs) Yankees game, you know. And, um, And so... I, you know, and, and then I realized, oh, I know other things as you get older I could tell people about. And it was really sort of, in a sense, to be educational, I think, in the beginning. And then I saw the whimsicalness of it. I love Bridget Jones' Diary. Did you read that book? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I tried yeah. to get some of her whimsicalness in it so that I didn't take myself seriously in any mm-hmm. of it, or I tried not to. And um, and I thought, gee, I can add all this ridiculously wonderful soap opera humor into it to make mm-hmm. people smile as they're reading it. And then mm-hmm. I thought, and I all those makeup tips I got, and all those hair tips I got, and all those dressing tips I got, and all those you know, dealing with parents, dealing with stepchildren. Then then my a lot of my friends had become widowed recently, and I thought, oh, I'll get them to write a chapter about dating. So mm-hmm. in the book, you know, my friend Dwayne and my friend Alina. And my friend Jean Halberstam all talk about their different, and they all had different takes on dating. I mean, Gene, David Halberstam was a great author. I mean, he was a Pulitzer Prize winning author. And when he died, it was very different. She hasn't wanted to date at all, but other friends of mine have wanted to date. And I said, how do you go about dating? You know, do you go to Match.com? Do you go to, you know, you're not going to go to a bar at 40 or 50 or 60. You're just not. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think you are. Maybe at 40 you are, but you get to a point where you just don't want to. So I sort of wrote it for the baby boomers who were coming mm-hmm. after me yeah. so that they'd have a handbook to 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 navigate this very difficult time when, I mean, my son was in Iraq, you know, so I was, I had him in Iraq. I had my parents really, my father had cancer, my mother was absolutely batty, um, you know, having to clean their houses and
0: right.
3: move them and mm-hmm. all the things you had to do that you didn't know you were going to have to do and if you knew it earlier you could take care of it earlier and that's the key to to take care of it when your parents are 60 when they're in great shape and they're Mm -hmm. or you know they don't mind dealing with these things they say oh sure i'll do a power of attorney or Mm -hmm. yeah i'll do a living will i remember saying to my parents um you know where do you want to be buried i mean quite honestly you have to know those things and my sister was buried somewhere and they they wanted to have her moved so i remember Mm -hmm. i moved her to where they wanted to be buried, and it, it, I just—it was unending what I was doing, doing their bills.
2: Yeah. It, it
3: was—it was exhausting. I gained so much weight. That's when I ate a lot of Krispy Kremes. Mm-hmm. Um, I gained so much weight because that was the only thing that made me happy. I mean, thank yeah, God my food. husband was wonderful. Mm-hmm. thats i, mean, I you know—if he hadn't been wonderful, I don't know what I would have done. Yeah. Because he understood it all, and my son is always wonderful. I mean, he's just—he's mm-hmm. just fabulous. So I, I was lucky that I had that. But as I said, my son was trotting off to Iraq um, in the Marines. So that was kind of devastating.
2: That's all yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah, and so you, so I was caught in all of these sort of waves. I feel like it was like a hurricane, like, mm-hmm.
2: like
5: yeah.
3: Isaac. Um, and I thought I can, I guess it, maybe it was cathartic for me to write it all down and hope I would help somebody else and hopefully do it with some, Hilarity because I think the book is quite funny. I mean, people tell me it they is. laugh out loud. It is. it
2: is. It is funny. And I cry, too. I mean, you laugh, yes.
3: you cry. It's, you know. yes. Yeah. I mean, I think it, I I really think... I have one friend whose husband was killed in a car accident recently, and she said she keeps it next to her bed, and she reads page, I think it's 137. I remember she wrote and told me what she what she read, she lives in Mexico, every day, and it somehow got her through it. And to know that you could do that for somebody, even if it was just one person, but I, I've gotten an awful lot of letters saying I recognize myself in this chapter or my parents in that chapter oh, yeah. or, you know, becoming diminished as a woman. That's another thing. Oh, mm-hmm. on the show, Becoming Diminished, when um, I was standing, instead of in front of the piano singing Christmas carols, I was not only behind the piano uh-huh. but behind the tree. And I remember Kim Zimmer saying, where's Tina? She shouldn't be back there. But they didn't change me. And I'll never never—I'll always love her for that Um because she didn't, you know, she was 10. We have birthdays a day apart, Kim and I, but she's 10 or 11 years younger. So I think she looked at me and she looks ahead and goes, oh, yeah, that could be me in another 10 years. So I'm going to protect what? Tina. And so that diminishment <laughs> was part of it, too. You know, and learning to wear clothes that are age-appropriate.
1: Right, yes, yeah. as a matter of fact a friend of ours was going to call in, but she's uh taking care of her mom who's who's very ill
3: uh-huh. alone,
1: um which I did uh-huh. also, which I wanted to talk to you about, but she wanted she, her question was how do you dress appropriately um I think she's fifty in her early fifties, you oh, know wise and so on. She wanted your advice as to well, it seems how to, to
3: transition well. I mean, in her fifties, she can still probably wear anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: You know, I, I I think the shirts, the, the you know, not short shorts. If your legs are still good, fine, but not short shorts. Right, right. I wear long sleeve blouses now, but I'm much older um, because I don't want to show my arms anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, I think you can work out, and your arms can be fabulous, but right. the skin tone at a certain point gets to the point where it's not pretty. And you know, some people don't care, and that's fine, but. I tend to care. I don't want people to look at my arms and go, "Oh, please." And um, you know, and I think as I said the 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 um the short skirts, you can't wear them. Are too tight clothes. Yeah. I mean, and yet, I think, wear them as long as you can. Wear strapless yeah. dresses as long as you can. Without looking it ridiculous. Exactly. Yeah, but, don't <laughs> if, but you can look at your body and know if it's working. Yeah,
2: you can tell, yeah.
3: Yeah, I think so, and, and I think...
2: And there's women now that, I mean, they look like fabulous in their 50s,
3: 60s, 70s. I mean, I, mean, again, I think it's like, so. You know, it's just But I think a, by your world. late 60s, early 70s, you probably are going to wear long sleeves or, you know, yeah, or something that... Like yeah, a
2: little more conservative, yeah. Yeah,
3: a little bit. I mean, I still mm-hmm. wear high heels, but not high, high, high heels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I color my hair still.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
3: I, I think that's you all part of it. Hair. And you wear it longer. Long I wear my hair and long, is, and I'm going to keep wearing it long. <laughs> Good. It's yeah, I mean, beautiful. I'm not giving... up. Yeah, there are things you don't want to give up because mm-hmm. they they stand for you. Mm-hmm. I can, people have been telling me, you know, cut your hair, cut your hair, and I'm just not going to do it. I tried but, it once, and I hated it, so it's not going to happen
2: beautiful. again. He's, he's well, befo- before the
3: show, uh, I went to, to um,
1: my my salon the other day, and I asked my hairdresser. I said, I'm, we're having Tina Sloan on, and she mentions in her book that if you reach a certain age, you should cut your hair short. And my hairdresser said, absolutely not. No, I said there's, people. I don't think you should, but people think yes, you should. But yeah, but pe- yeah, people say Good. If you reach a certain age, cut your hair. And she yeah. said, no, 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 not at all. She didn't, she disagreed totally. Tell her and I agree with, I agree with you. Yeah, <laughs> yes.
2: But a lot well, of you know, I was just going to say, have you seen Vanessa? Is it Vanessa Redgrave? You know, she's in her eighties, right? And yep. she still has that long hair, and she's there's something very beautiful about her that
5: oh, you
2: yeah. know, and, and she's a natural beauty too.
3: Yeah, she um, is. She really is.
2: Yeah, she's gorgeous. So, yeah, no, and your hair is beautiful. So don't you? Yeah, I'm glad that you that you don't you know you don't cut it short.
3: No, I think some people just find it's easier too. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. you get to the point where okay. do I want to? I mean, do I really care what I look like? I mean, some people. Yeah. And if you don't care, and it's easier to do it that way, I think that's fine. I mean, I'm all for mm-hmm. cutting your hair if you want to. Right. It's just your choice, and I guess. I feel we do have choices as we get older. We can't don't have to follow the what people tell us to do in any part of our lives.
0: Right. I don't like to
3: be told what to do. Um, and <laughs> my my thing, you know, I mean, I I have to wear makeup now all the time. I, in the book, I, I know there's a scene I have that I love, where in the book where I talk about um, I'm walking down the street with my hair a mess, with no makeup on, yeah. and you know, sweatpants. My hair is dirty in a ponytail, and I see the one who got away. Uh-huh. Guy oh, out with. Isn't it always the
4: way? Oh, I've, nev- <laughs>
3: I've done it one other time since then, and I remember uh. thinking, didn't I learn my lesson?
0: Yeah. Um,
3: so I always get up in the morning and put on base, you know, because my skin just mm-hmm. isn't beautiful the way it was. And You know, you can walk out at 20, 30, 40, and maybe 50 mm-hmm. without makeup, and then all of a sudden you reach mm-hmm. an age where you got to wear it. And yeah, also you pull it, it maintenance in. and upkeep. Right I think on the maintenance. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> yeah, which sounds like an airplane,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure your husband appreciates that uh, that you take care of yourself,
3: oh sure, oh of course he better, <laughs> yeah,
2: he better right but um yeah I'm, i i, I want
1: i yeah, I wanted to thank you though for uh, for your i wish I had read your book four years ago i I lost my mom, I was a caregiver mm-hmm. to my mom for five years. Wow. and i did it alone okay. and luckily she did um uh, make arrangements she was very she was very astute about that but still you know the emotions that you describe you know the anger the depression the um being overwhelmed uh, Sad. sadness just it's just unbelievable and you know to just to be to be doing it alone and then they become very demanding and and oh. Yes. Abusive. They become verbally abusive because they want your attention. And I just related to that so much. And, uh, you know, when you just, to know that other people go through the same thing. And I, I, like you, I I ended up seeing a therapist during that time. Because (laughs) I couldn't have,
3: I could, yeah, there was no way. no way i could you know the doctor where my dad was went and talked to him i said i can't come out here anymore my father who loved me more than anybody is being so abusive to me and he said that's mm-hmm. what happens to the person who's taking care of them because they feel so out of they have nothing they can control anymore they don't have their car they don't have their the, the money that they're controlling you know everything's gone out of their they don't have their health they don't have anything so right. they they're going to be angry and that's the only person they dare to be angry with
1: yeah yeah
3: but sure. but to know, you're right, to know that, that it isn't you, that it's the it's their powerlessness that's making them do this is such a, a wonderful thing for people to know.
1: Right, and they become the child.
3: Oh, they do. They yeah. they
1: become the child.
3: Yeah. It's terrifying well, that.
1: It's, yeah, it is. It is but,
3: uh, well, I so I wanted to mix, thank you
1: for sharing yeah. your experience, and I know it'll well, help
3: I, a lot of people. Purposely. I hope that's what I did it for because mm-hmm. i I know if I had known if I'd read that book myself, I wouldn't have felt so alone.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: doing
2: right.
0: Mhm
2: yeah, well, I thought it was interesting too. I mean, as a parent, you know i have two two girls, and um, to me, as a parent, you know i I'm, I'm still young, but you <laughs> know i I don't we don't have a living will, we don't have. You know, we haven't really thought about making arrangements. Well, the reason or,
3: you should is some, you, you know, a car accident, boom.
2: Right, exactly. It, yeah. I think
3: it's really mm-hmm. important to do that for your kids.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I mean, I'd do you know, it tomorrow
3: after, if I were you. It's just yeah, and it's I, simple. Listen, mm-hmm. I read
2: that, and I'm like, I need We need to do this. You know, I went to my husband but, and said, we we really need to do this. And so your book, I mean, that really hit home for me, right. and it, you know, it makes me think about my parents. And my parents are in their 50s. You know, they're still relatively this young. It's great but time
3: to get them to do this. Yeah. Because they won't exactly. feel threatened when they do it, you know.
2: Right.
3: And 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 the point that it could be a car or, you know, or a mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. will it's give endless. them, you know, they, they won't but I they get threatened when they get older. And so they don't want to yeah. do it.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly.
3: And to make a will and I mean, I was just thinking you have to, ch- you know, you have to change your will every few years too because things change. Mhm.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, you, you you might not like someone anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Wait, let me take her off. Let me take (laughs) Yeah, that bracelet I was going to give her, she's not getting that anymore. (laughs) Or, I mean, one of my good friends has died. I mean, you know, two of them. So, you know, the things I might have left them just a little memento has to come out.
2: Yeah. Well, I think that was, you know, one of the people should definitely read your book for that. And just, you know, your tips on aging. I mean, because at the end of each chapter, you know, you give this advice, and it's really good advice, and it's, you know, um, it's aging is hard, I mean getting older um is is hard, I think, especially for women um, I don't know if men have it as bad as we do, but um, you know, I remember when i turned when I turned thirty i, I like i thought my life was over, and then as you know, <laughs> that's so cute. I, I was so depressed, but then you know, um, as I've gotten older. You know, I know that, you know, I still have a lot of life ahead of me. And, especially, like, you're such an inspiration. I mean, reading about you and, you you know, you're, you're climbing mountains and you're running marathons mm-hmm. and you're traveling all over the world. And it's its very inspiring. Um, so people right. definitely need to go out and get this book. And it's not just for you know, men, I think, would, would enjoy it, too. Men, but, you know. I, that's
3: what stunned me, changing shoes. You know, I, I did it because you change from the high heels to the black flats as you get older. Mm-hmm. And you right. scuff around in the black flats. Um, but I have found men, it's astonished me how much men, you know, a wife will say, I'm laughing, and so my husband picks up the book, and then he doesn't let me have it back. <laughs> I love
5: because it. Because
3: you do talk about, I talk about men, too, and, and how yeah, sexually they change, you know. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
3: yeah. I mean, that's good for people to know
2: it is good it's it's just it's uh it's a uh, you've got a lot of sage advice in there and i i you know at the end you know I was just in tears I mean I loved how you know you you went from the college play and then back to the mountain, and it just you know it it's very inspirational and they will laugh and they'll cry and mm-hmm. you know. Thank you. No, oh. I, I, I think it. hopefully it's
3: inspirational. That's why I wrote it.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> and, it know, it's is.
3: Inspire. That's, and when I go out on the stage, sometimes I would look at my the little girl who worked for me. We were in Atlanta together. And I'd mm-hmm. say, why am I doing this? You know, I could be watching TV. And she'd say, you're yes. going to inspire someone to change their shoes, that's change right. their lives. And I'd think, oh, that's absolutely right. And I'd go out and I, and somebody fans would come back or something after and say, you know, you touch something in me that I've been wondering about and now I know what I'm gonna do. And you just feel so good that you were able to help someone.
2: Right. Yeah, you are you are such an inspiration. You know, I, I am in um and I'm getting my masters right now and I have uh this is That's a lot bit I've of an finished. inspiration. Yeah, <laughs> well to, to I was children so this and show I mean, this and is- this is the hardest semester I've had so far. I mean, I've I've had I've been able to maintain a 4.0, and this semester oh. is, it's just it's so hard. <laughs> and it's my it's my next to last semester. I only have the 2.5. What are you getting it? What are you getting it in? It's in justice studies. So. Yeah. So it's it's <laughs> I'm, I'm very interested. Like I I'm very heavily involved in like uh, raising awareness to the plight of human trafficking victims, and so that's uh-huh. kind of where my interest came. And then I thought, you know, I've got to get a master's in this. So. Um, you know, I had a uh, my bachelor's in sociology, so. But, you know, I've been raising my children. You know, I did kind of like what your mom did. You know, I've I've been, like, a very traditional, kind of lived a very traditional life. But mm-hmm. the last, like, five Doesn't years, I've it. gotten, yeah, well, I've got really involved with this nonprofit work. And I've been to London, like, four times by myself and do, helping a, a, a friend over there with um, raising awareness. And so it's, you know, I've, I'm kind of yeah, so, but yeah, you inspired me to stay in school because I was like, this is so hard. I don't think I could do this. And I'm like, well, you know what? If Tina can, you know, the, the life that, you know, you've had a lot of adversity in your life and you've overcame so much, and I thought, you know, I can do this. So. Oh, no I problem. love
3: you. You did that. I'm so glad you did that. That's yeah. fabulous. Yeah. Well,
2: mm-hmm. thank you get We're 4. proud of 0, But you
3: don't need a 4.0. You just need the knowledge, right?
2: Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You're right. You're right. I tend to be a perfectionist, so. I can oh, tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I so, okay, well, Tina, I, I want was, to like
1: ask you. chapter. know it was another yes. chapter we decided t- together to yes. do this radio show. Yeah, exactly. It was yeah, exactly. something
3: that just happened. It just evolved. Well, it's just such a wonderful idea. I love that this is your life portion of it. I mean, it's just fabulous.
2: Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. we've, you know, we've been we've been really blessed to have some really wonderful guests, and like I so said, I was really excited about you because, uh, you know, and we've had, you know, we've had William McNamara, we had Allison Burnett. He wrote, uh, he's wrote a lot of wonderful screenplays. You know, he's a he's a million dollar player in Hollywood. But I was like, yeah, okay. But then, oh my God, <laughs> Tina's coming yeah, but on. Tina's coming <laughs> on. I love thank her. Thank you.
3: Oh, okay. thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. So nice. So
2: we we really appreciate you coming on. I do mm-hmm. want to ask you. Because you have remained so active, um, do you have anything? What else is on your bucket list?
3: Well, I, 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 for my seventieth, I had this dream of riding with a couple of other friends who were turning 60 and 55 from mm-hmm. Canada to Mexico. But I oh, think wow. um, that may be a bike ride. But I think I may yeah. be over overdoing it with that little. I mean, my mm-hmm. friend who's turning 60 is a real jock. As a matter of fact, your son Is just gotten a tight end position on the Seattle Seahawks, or he's finding out this week. Um, So, you know, she's really athletic. And um, I think I might be, I'd like to do something like that, though. I mean, it's sort of in the mountain climbing mode, but I don't want to climb a mountain. I don't want to run a marathon. Mm -hmm. So I thought a bike would be nice. So, but it doesn't have to be from Canada to Mexico. We started out (laughs) going across the country. Then we said Canada to Mexico. And then I realized that that's going to be too much for me. So, I mean, I think it's going to be too much. So we're going to work something out. I don't know what it will be, but I'd rather do something to enter that new decade that's uh-huh. difficult,
2: mm-hmm. uh, right.
3: that that will test me, than just sort of have a party or something.
2: I oh, have yeah. a feeling you're probably mm. going to You're probably going to end up going Canada to Mexico. I, have, I no,
3: probably. No, I think you will. <laughs> I, think, too. I think that's. Well, we were going to do it along California, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. So maybe
3: what we'll do is just go through California
2: from well, northern to southern. That would be beautiful, I think. That would be beautiful,
3: but yeah. I'm not sure. Of the. I mean, I i have bike rides in my life, but I, I, I'm i just not sure I'm capable of doing it yet. I have to work that out and find out if I am. It would be fun, though. Yeah. It would be fun. But, so when you're saying the bucket list, I've never been to Egypt, and I will, because every time I've tried, something awful has happened
2: over right. there. So
3: that's mm-hmm. something I'd like to do. And I'd like to do some sort of bike thing. And I'm Mm -hmm. working on another book, which is a murder mystery novel, Love Story. Oh, nice. So I'd like to do that, publish that. And, you know, I'd I'd like to keep doing things like movies. I mean, I think Mm -hmm. that's fun to do. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Um,
1: What was it like to work with Woody Allen?
3: I've done two of his movies.
1: What was it like to
3: work with him? Oh, what was it like? Yeah. Oh, it was fun. It was great. (laughs) He was wonderful. I mean, he's so... (laughs) Unprepossessing and unpresuming. He just was. Mm-hmm. I remember he said to me, He just insulted you. He just sort of came and whispered it. And of course, I knew it, but obviously I hadn't shown it, so he wanted me to show that I was insulted. Um, right. But it just, that's all he said instead of, and he didn't say it out loud in front of anybody, he just came up and sort of whispered it at me and left. You mm-hmm. know, and from the, you know, I just had to take it from there. So that was kind of nice. He's just, he was delightful. Yeah. I mean, is it honest, I wanted to ask you about
1: aging. Do you see a difference in women in New York City, <laughs> the East Side versus the West Side, in their and approach to the aging? Thing? Yeah, and well, how I they think, dress and how they sure, sure, you, sure, Yeah, I wanted to ask you because I, I love New York. I'm a, I've, I've gone up there many times, and there's
3: definitely a difference between East Side West Side. But there is. Yeah, I mean, the West Side is more intelligentsia and more mm-hmm. sort of marameco and i mean this is stereotyping of course but right. shorter hair grayer hair they let, they let their hair grow out i don't mean everybody
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
3: but um yeah. i think it's more um the intellectual
0: right. group of women mm-hmm.
3: and the east side is Park, you know park avenue is kind of chicer the way they dress and their hair is all streaked and mm-hmm. um the clothes are more fitted mm-hmm.
2: right
3: they the 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 there's more emphasis on the outside, probably on the um, west side, there's more emphasis on the in, inside. Mm-hmm. And yet, I mean, that's ridiculous, because certainly there are a lot of west side women that care about what they look like, and there are a lot of right. east side women who are very interested in, in their minds. So yeah. that is a stereotype, but it's possible. But it, but there is some truth in it.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. It was well, a wonderful
1: okay. – uh, You just. it was a, a very small – section in your book where, where you and your husband are going out on a date and you walk across the park mm-hmm. to the west side and you just right. um, end up at a little cafe or something. It was very romantic. Yeah. It was like a date. It was just so sweet. Yeah.
3: I lived on the west side in the days artiste when I met my husband. And I loved... I mean, that was in 1975, so it was before it became a chic place to live. I mm-hmm. loved it over there. I thought it was yeah. wonderful. Yeah, uh, I still do. I still... We go over there to the movies all the time and to dinner. Um, of course, everyone walk into the park is just so f- – I was in the park on Sunday, I guess, with a friend of mine. And it's so full of tourists right now. It's fascinating.
1: Mm-hmm. Usually
3: in the summer it's sort of quiet. And, you know, and empty, right. The beaches, but it's just packed with tourists. I've never seen it so busy. <clears throat> wow.
2: Well, Atina, we have one more thing we want to do with you, when we want to let you go because we know you have to go out. But um, I don't know if you've ever watched Inside the Actors Studio. Sure. Um, you ever? Okay. Well, you know how James Lipton always asks, you know, he, he always closes with ten questions. So we just want to ask you those ten questions, and then we're going to let you go, okay? Okay. So, all all right. Miss Jane, you want to start? Sure, sure. What is your favorite word?
3: Happy.
1: And what is your least favorite word? Boring. Okay. Uh what turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally?
3: What turns you on creatively? Do you mean what starts the process? Or, or just do mean...
1: why don't we just say what turns you on?
3: Well, create create creating turns me on. Acting turns me on. Writing turns me on. Being with my son and my husband turns me on. My friends, I love talking to my friends, having really good, like a conversation we're having right now. chit chat it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a turn-on. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what turns you off? I guess negativity and also um, when people stereotype others, and without knowing, you know, what's really going on, right. they make they make decisions about people not knowing what's happening. And we all do it.
1: Yeah, we
2: do. Yeah, we do. Yeah.
3: Yeah, we do. Uh, what is your
1: favorite curse word? Be honest.
3: Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I can say anything. I have no, no qualms <laughs> about it. I guess I say, oh, fuck a lot when I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great word. Yeah. It just, uh, yeah.
2: Hey, Tasha, right, you go. All right. What sound or noise do you love?
3: What sound do I love? hmm Hi, Mom. Oh, <laughs> From yeah. my son.
2: hmm I'm home. Hi, Mom. How's
3: that what for What sound do
2: you hate? What sound do you hate?
3: Yeah, I, I, there are a lot of sounds. I don't like a lot of sounds. I mean, I don't like when mm-hmm. the clocks are ticking loudly. I was, if I'm at someone's house and they have a clock that ticks in mm-hmm. my room, you know, I take right. it and put it in the drawer. And then I <laughs> often think, oh, my God, I better call them and tell them. They'll think I walked off with their clock. <laughs> I, <stole> their clock. <laughs> I don't like I don't like sort of that bump, 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 bump noise like raindrops falling on an air conditioner or um, mm-hmm. clocks or
2: uh, – does that make
3: sense? That
2: yeah, I yeah, I'm very sensitive. Like with uh, the way you are with smell, I'm the same way. And the noise, I I don't like. I don't like. I startle easily. I don't like loud noises. Um, myself. So, um, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? What What did you say? What profession? Like, if you weren't an actor or a writer, a writer, what would you be doing?
3: I would love to have been an athlete I think. I when I watch the Olympics I think oh to have skied like that or to well the winter Olympics or to skate like that or to you know to gymnastics like they do or fencing. I love fencing. Um I would have loved I think I would have loved to have been in the Olympics.
2: I think you would have you probably yeah. would have won go. No, had, I don't think I would
3: have because I'm not I'm not athletic at all. But I I have great stamina. There's a big difference.
2: But you know what? You're determined, though. I think if you said, I want the gold, I think you would have gotten it.
3: I really did. I love you. I think you're what? No, that's you. That's you with your 4.0 thinking that. <laughs> and you're not
1: going to hit
2: that wall either, right, Tina? Yeah, yeah
3: well, that's absolutely right. Yeah, yeah you hit it, and you just keep going.
2: Okay. And the last question is if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gate?
3: I mean, I can come up with stereotypical things like um, you did the best you could do, and, you know, I'm proud of you, so come Mm -hmm. on in. Um, You'll see all your friends here.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, I guess I'd like him to say you can put on a play, Tina. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Here's a new pair of shoes, Tina.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You can start creating right now. I guess I'd like him to allow me to continue doing what I love.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. A good answer, Tina. Yeah. Well, Miss, you are a delight.
3: We
1: love Can you. you both.
2: Yeah.
1: I've we so love enjoyed
3: you. talking to
2: you and oh, thank you for letting you battle been, on. Oh,
1: this has been so great. Such a. Thank you. Like a girl's night out.
3: <laughs> it's just exactly what it's like. Exactly. I, and I, I, I would. So I
1: just want to say you're you're my auntie Maine. Oh,
0: good. Now that yes. you know,
3: I have a niece. Uh, my sister's daughter. My sister, as I said, died when she was, my niece was 18 and her brother was 10. And they call me Auntie Mae.
1: Oh, just oh uh,
3: Yeah, crazy. isn't that great? Yeah.
1: crazy.
3: Life is a banquet. What,
1: what did you say? Most yeah, life is a banquet and most starving? people are
3: starving to death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was fabulous, wasn't she?
1: Oh, it's one of my favorite movies. Every time it's on TCM, I just, I just love Rosalind I Russell. I do, too. God. Rosalind
3: Russell,
2: great. yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay, Jane and Tasha, thank you so much.
2: Oh, thanks, thanks Tina. Tina. You're a
3: doll. And uh, anytime, okay.
2: please come back anytime. And thank
3: you. I will.
2: All right. Bye. Thanks. Bye bye. Well, that she, she was is great. What a sweetie. She is just true, and it was a thrill for me. I don't think I went too fangirl I on her know. I know. Oh, I I mean, you know, I, Guiding Light seriously was like the one soap that I watched religiously. And I, I cried. I was devastated when it went off the air. I was just like, no. It was like oh, it was like no. you're losing. An, it was like it was like losing a family member. It really was.
1: But, but um, see, I was I was a, a General General Hospital and One Life to Live person. Okay, I never, I never watched, watched, watched Guiding Light. I didn't want to tell. I her about I, I
2: I was a CBS girl. I, I didn't watch the only two I watched. As the World Turns and Guiding Light. And, and Guiding Light was the one that you know was cons- I was consistent with. Um, so that it just to have her on was was Aww. awesome. So. <laughs> it, it really she rocked. It was fantastic. Yeah, she's lovely. And then lovely and Betty Buckley call in and Jill. wasn't that cool? It oh was so funny because she, she was no talking clue. about her and then and you know hello? what they were
1: tweeting each other. She and mm-hmm. Betty were tweeting each other earlier in the day, or, or maybe it was yesterday. And I was I was reading them. I was saying, I wonder if Betty's going to say something to her. Like,
2: yeah. she, she kept quiet. She didn't. She did. She didn't say it was. I love that. And Jill was so delight, too.
1: She was wonderful. I think her phone, her phone was. It was her phone. We're going to blame Jill. Jill, if you're still listening, you know. We're sorry, Jill. But, yeah, it was you. It's not us,
2: Jill.
1: It's you. It's you. But,
2: no, she she was delight, too. Yes. Yes. All right, well,
1: let's. But what do we, got? we 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 need to 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 set up a show to just chat again, just the two of us. Yeah, we do. We haven't done that in a while. You know, because I want to, I have some updates on Bigfoot.
2: Oh, Bigfoot, right. And I have to talk about Tucker, my cat, right, yeah. the my cat, and his yeah. latest tour that he's going on. Um, yeah, <laughs> we should do that next week. And then, no, actually, next week we can't because no, next we have week a we guest can't. next, next week, week. we have a guest. Yeah. Next week we call have call? Terry Garber. Oh, she's at, um Let me see.
1: It's on uh, Thursday, the, September 6th at 8 Eastern Standard Time. Oh. And I've talked to her on the phone a couple of times. She's terrific. She's, That's great. Fabulous, and she was uh, on North and South, which is a miniseries. We, we were talking about
2: mm-hmm. the lack
1: of miniseries.
2: Right. Uh, she
1: played a, a sexy southern vixen like you, Tasha.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And she was right. in Santa Barbara and Texas, mm-hmm. and as, as the world, world turns. turns, she was in
2: As the World Turns. I remember.
1: Yeah, and General Hospital. Mm-hmm. And I think she and she was in Dynasty too, but that was. A, a, Okay. In the evening, right. And she has a lot well, of projects that she's going to talk about.
2: I'm, well, I'm excited to talk to her.
1: And yeah, we have your man coming on. the. My man.
2: The, yeah, my man, man. Coming that's on the end Tuesday,
1: of the month. September the 25th, Patrick Muldoon. He's our sexy little surfer dude. And uh, he's going to be on yeah, eight, 8 Eastern Standard Time on September 25th.
2: Yeah, so yeah. we're looking forward to that.
1: That's like we have no idea what we're going to do because that's like yeah. him. This going to be spontaneous combustion. I have yeah, not, combustion. not
2: seen days in our life, so um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. But I do like Patrick. I, I you know, I'm familiar with guy with Twitter and the sleeping masses, and uh, he seems like a really sweetheart. So he I mean, is. I'm excited, he's a really nice guy. and he's a cutie too. So.
1: Yeah, he's a cutie and he's sweet. Yeah. So. Yeah, so we're
2: we're stoked. But yeah, yeah, maybe in between there, we'll do our little our chit chat again.
1: I know people are dying to hear us talk for an that's hour, don't you think? Big of course. I mean, what
2: else have they got to do with it? Well, actually, you know,
1: <laughs> he's, yeah, he had a couple of. There was a flood. Well, well, I'll discuss it another time. But there was a flood.
5: A flood um, oh, from
1: his apartment, and it leaked down uh, into yeah. my apartment. Hmm. Yeah. But that's that's another story. And he did he did apologize for his leak, but
2: we, his uh, leak, that didn't yeah, say, Wait nice. a minute! That didn't no, that come didn't out Right. We know. should have we should uh we should have Bigfoot on. He should call in. <clears throat>
1: oh no. No, he's not coming on here. No. Oh come yeah. on.
2: It'll be fun.
1: Uh uh-uh. yeah. No, he well, likes
2: else li- I will... He likes flipping
1: no. notes under my door though.
2: He uh, really likes
1: that. Yeah, that's good. That's like good. I'm sorry yeah. that I, I was making Docking noise. I'm sorry for the flood and I'm sorry. But uh, for this. yeah. Yeah.
2: So sorry. Sorry if I I even exist. I'm insane. just saying. Sorry for my life. Sorry for my life. <laughs> that I'm making your yours such a you know such a such a living hell, but yeah.
1: Yeah. And
2: Tucker's okay? Tucker's good. Tucker is actually he's laying in his cat bed right beside me. And by the way, I'm not a crazy cat lady because I only have yes, one cat and I'm married, okay? I'm married. What does that have to do with it? Crazy cat ladies have multiple cats and they're old mates. That hey, Stereotype. That's a stereotype. Now, I am crazy and I do own a cat, so but I'm not a crazy cat lady. There's a difference. Well, I don't know. I think And I I do watch Big Brother too, so I don't know. Doctor Will would probably say he might call me a cat lady. I don't know. So
1: good old Doctor Will. We we should get him on our show.
2: Yeah, we should. I was thinking some some of these Big Brother people. The fans are crazy though. It's kinda scary. I don't know. Yeah, do, do you think our it.
1: switchboard will light up with stalkers?
2: Yeah, it could, it could get, it could get, uh, it could get ugly. They're, they're very yeah. passionate about the game. You know, they, they like who they like and they hate who they hate. I but, get know, that. Funny, I well, I, 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 knew, I, get into it to an extent, but not to the extent that I, I see it on, on some boards. I do – like, I have players that I like. But it's funny because, right, as soon as the game's over, like, I forget who these people are. It's like, oh, what was I so upset about, Mm -hmm. you know? So – but I I don't know. I always root for the underdog. So, you know, last year, I know, Rachel wasn't well liked. I don't even remember who won last year. Well, Rachel Rachel Riley did. You know, she kind of turned it around, and I think, you know, teaming up with Jordan helped her. And and she actually – you know, got pretty popular, and she won, and I was so happy because she was such, she was underdog, you know, they kept trying to get her out, and they couldn't, and I was like, yay, she won, and so this year, I'm rooting for Frank, you know, I like Frank a lot better now that Boogie's gone, and, okay, this is great saying, you know, I guess Boogie, Boogie won't be coming on our show, but, um, <laughs> I, you know, I think he's a likable guy, I think Boogie, you know, teaming up with Mike, I don't know, kind of heard him, um, but you know they keep trying to get him out, and he keeps winning vetoes. It's hysterical. It's like he's. Is he he's the one that looks bad. like carrot top? He's the one with like carrot top. I'm not okay. too fond of Danielle. You know, you would think she's a southern chick. I would relate to her, but uh, she she annoys me a little bit. I, I don't know. There's something about her that gets on my nerves. But and Dan, oh my gosh, Dan just made this massive play in the house. Like I, I wasn't getting the Dan love. I'm just being honest. I didn't I didn't watch the season, and I wasn't getting it. You don't I have live no.
1: feeds, do you? Tell me you no. don't have the live feed. No, I don't have live feed. Okay, I don't good. I what
2: I do is I go to the Joker, shout out to Joker. <laughs> um I go to the Joker board and I just like keep up with, keep up with it there. Um, that's your dirty little secret. That's my dirty little secret. Now everybody knows. Yes, I I I go to the Joker board. I do. I yes, I do. I don't watch the feeds though. I mean, I I think a lot of people get into the into the feeds, but I think if I did, because I get kind of obsessed about things, I think I would never get anything done, and I've got too much. Yeah, I never That's dangerous. The only I time couldn't. I really
1: wanted to see, if I I wish I had gotten the feeds was All Stars.
2: With Will and, Will and
1: Janelle. With Will and Janelle, yeah. I would yeah. Never, then I would have watched 24 hours a day. And, it yeah, was and they, pathetic, their fans were little
2: cray-cray,
1: too. So. Yeah, they were cray-cray. But it was it was great. It was a great TV. Yeah, it
2: was a cute flirt, man. It was really cute.
1: Yeah. So anything else? Are you watching Project Runway?
2: Yeah, I love Project Runway. Oh, my God, what about that guy last week? What's his name, Ben? Or I, He was so rude because, you know, they had like he had a plus-size... Woman that he had to design for, he was so rude to her. He was supposed to make her feel good and build her up, and he's just like insulting her left and right. I wanted to punch him in the nose. I literally <clears> did. I thought, are you kidding me? If you're such a great designer, you should be able to design for any size. And she wasn't even that heavy. I mean, I think she was like, I think someone it was like a size 14, which is just on the cusp of being a plus size. You know, they being plus a man? size.
1: Did they vote him out? No,
2: they didn't. He's still he's there. in the bottom. But I didn't
1: there. see it last week, so I, I don't. But I don't oh, remember. You know, when it first started, I remembered all the contestants' names. Uh-huh. And Nothing. I don't know. Well,
2: I can't remember Well, it, it infuriated me. I can't stand to see people be disrespectful to people, yeah. to people like that. And I just thought, oh, he really. Because I had a lot of respect for him up until that last week. And I was like, no, you can't treat people like that. That's not cool. So. Yeah. But I love Tim Gunn. He's my celebrity crush. So. Yeah.
1: Make it work. Make yeah, it work. I want to make
2: it work. He's, he's gay, so it's probably not going to work. Surprise but, me. And I'm married, too, so, Don't bore Tina. <laughs> what?
1: Don't bore Tina. <laughs> Don't
2: bore Tina. Absolutely. <laughs> Not that woman is incredible. You guys have got to read her book. If anybody's still listening, they're probably gone now. Yeah, oh yeah, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah whatever. Gone and they're just gabbing about nothing. So let's hang up. Yeah.
2: yeah, let's go. But yeah, her book is amazing. It really is. And I would love to have like I would love to get Robert Newman and Kim Zimmer on sometime if that we can make that happen. Like I like I said, I'm not in. I'm not all about the soaps. The guiding light. Mm-hmm. I could get some guiding light. People, I would be happy. Um, well, then, i would be Days
1: to, of Our Lives for me. Yeah, and I'm going
2: to be lost with that. You now, you can have Days of Our Lives, and I'll be like, Well, oh, I'm lost oh, with guiding light. you'll have so to, you you'll can... have to like uh, school me on Days of Our Lives because I, I will be very lost. But um, <laughs> yeah. So. but I I do have a lot of respect for the safe actors. You know, I I um, you know, I think that it's a hard job, and it's it's a shame that you know that. They, they're going away.
1: So. Yeah, I think yeah, it's well, a matter yeah. of time, unfortunately. But to get back to Tina, uh, we really recommend the book, and you can purchase it on her website, mm-hmm. which is uh, changingshoes.com. Yes. And you can purchase it on Amazon. Yep. That's where I bought it.
2: Yep.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it comes in like two days.
2: Exactly. So it's great. Very quick. Yeah. And also, you can find us on Twitter at... Chit Chat Chicks Live, that's Twitter, right? And yes. then on Facebook, at Chit Chat Chicks. Say that No, no I'm not going to say All that right. five times fast. All right.
1: Because so, I don't,
2: so.
1: Yeah. So. yeah. I think we've covered everything.
2: I think we have. It was a good show. I, wonderful. I hated we had the feedback there for a while. Apologize for that. But, um, well, that's, that was Jill's fault. That was, Jill. We, yeah, yeah, was she had to, Jill.
1: She's on a timeout. Jill, you're on a timeout yeah. out if you're still listening. <laughs> yeah. uh, she hung up. She's gone.
2: No. She's, I'm out of here. You people. <laughs> I'm out
1: of well, here. That's okay. <laughs> While I was on the air, I got like three calls. I'm going, who's really? calling me during the show? They all know. Th- you're, you're, huh. the, did the, you, the you hear a posse, click? Posse,
2: perhaps. Yeah. Did you hear a click? I did not hear a click. I did not. Okay. All right. It's probably the posse. Although they should know you have a show.
1: So. Uh, yeah. Maybe it could be. Could. It could be my friend
2: Annie.
1: Yeah. My kidding. best. Yeah, yeah, my best friend Annie. Yeah. Could have been. Anyway, so guys, I hope you enjoyed the show. We did. Yes, we did. It was incredible. I just, awesome. uh, I'm so glad we we, she agreed to come on. Yeah, I love
2: her. I do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And please tune in
2: next week to your Terry Garber. Um,
1: yeah, Terry Garber's fantastic.
2: September 6th, you're all gonna love her. Yeah, clock, you,
1: you're so. gonna love her. Yeah. So we will see everybody next week, uh, Thursday, September sixth at eight. And everybody have a great week and a happy Labor Day. Drive safely wherever yeah. you're going. My birthday's
2: it's next week, by the way. If anybody wants to send me happy the birthday, Tasha? <laughs> we'll have a
1: little surprise birthday party for you, maybe. Yeah.
2: All right, guys. Have all well, your
1: friends call in. Yes. Oh, that'd
2: be great. Yeah. Yeah, right. And my cat. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: okay, guys.
2: Stay, stay chatty. Love you. And thank Love you, 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 Tina. And thank you, Betty. Thank you, Tina. And thank you, Jill. Yes. Love you. Bye bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.